When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's the Bob and Tom Show. The burn of America has always been the bald eagle. But there's another feathered unsung hero too. Generation after generation giving their all for the common good. Listen to the story, let the truth be understood. Eat me! <laughs> I'm a turkey! In my heart, I'm red, white, and blue! Oh, eat me! I'm a turkey! A true American patriot, through and through! Flip, flap, fly, and flutter From the toucan to the tiny parakeet Not much meat You can't stuff them with nuts, bread, crumbs, and butter So, chop off my head and then turn up the heat Eat me! I'm a turkey! Stretch out on the sofa when you're through Eat me! I'm a turkey! The next day I'll be a tasty sandwich too! Oh boy! Turkeys have their splinter factions <laughs> Dissident birds unwilling to serve Foul pinko sissy wimpy turkeys But the major portion of the semi-flightless birds say Eat me! <laughs> I'm a turkey! <laughs> Eating parrots and penguins wouldn't be the same! Whoa. Eat me! I'm a turkey! <laughs> Gobble me up before the football game! Delicious! Auntie Gertz and Uncle Hank! Grab that wishbone and give it a yank! Let's take this opportunity to thank me! <laughs> I'm a turkey! Eat me like the pilgrims used to do! Eat me! I'm a turkey! If I had a musket, I'd be eating you! I regret that I have but one carcass to give for my country! Today, I consider myself the luckiest bird on the face of the It's not really a happy ending. It? <laughs> it should end on an up note. I really like that.
Many portions of the upcoming program have been pre-recorded, meaning they've already happened. And they're about to happen again. So where was it? Oh, oh yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, we're glad to have you here. It's the Bob and Tom Show. Here's Tom Griswold with our special guest. He is Mike Berbiglia. And uh, Mike is a longtime friend of the show. We uh, at one point had a special jingle introducing him. <laughs> um, the first time he was here, he talked about how his name is somewhat, uh, uh, I guess, combustible in the world of intros. And he, yeah. would, be, he would be introduced as Mike Bohuski and various other things. So we had our jingle singers do that just to make him feel special. Um, Mike is a, a distinguished veteran stand-up comedian. And he's just concluded his uh, Broadway hunk. He's going to be taking it elsewhere, overseas, fairly soon. Right now he's working on a, a new hour and was uh, kind enough to stop by. And uh, before we get back to Mike, I think we should probably squeeze in a couple news stories. Well, I think we need to do the one we promoted all day yesterday and never got to. A Maryland man accused of stealing a military truck just minutes after bonding out of jail. Authorities told Law and Crime that the 39-year-old man... Mr. Michael David Stevens II was booked at the Hartford County Detention Center for allegedly skipping his theft trial and was released after posting a $1,500 unsecured bond. He couldn't cut it on the outside, huh? It's the old Shawshank. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Just 35 minutes after his release, Josh Hartford County Sheriff's officials said deputies responded to the report of a man stealing a privately owned five-ton military vehicle. First of all... Who privately owns a five-ton military vehicle? Cool guys. <laughs> guys with lots of ladies. You can have this five-ton military vehicle and pry it out of my cold, dead hands. The man led authorities on a chase from Bel Air to Baltimore City, wow. where he abandoned the vehicle and attempted to flee on foot. He was arrested on charges of motor vehicle theft, assault, and failing to obey a lawful order. This guy likes prison food. He's now back at the Hartford County Detention Center, this time... Being held without bond. Oh, okay, well, good. Good. Been to know. a long time since he was on the, on the outside. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, what got himself in a great big hurry? <laughs> <laughs> no, you're you're not going to hear a lot of Brooks impressions. <laughs> I'm, sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm new around here. Was that Charlton Heston? I don't uh, know. James Whitmore, please. Answer <laughs> <laughs> oh, that one. Nice, please. <laughs> That is such a great movie, and it was. I have never flop. seen it. It, it came was out. not a hit when it Beautiful. came out. It, I people watch it today, kind of thing. It's that good. It's 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 a really good movie. Yeah, I, I think know. I honestly think the reason it flopped was because of the title. Sure, that's one yeah, of the yeah. Big reason. Yeah. It doesn't it's it's nobody knew what it was about. Yeah, and that that's a shortened version of the title of the short story by Stephen King. Well, you're telling me it flopped. Yeah, it originally went in the theaters. It was not. Oh, a success. no kidding. Yeah. It's a sleeper It's not a success of the yeah. theater. Members of a Tennessee church have had their prayers answered after a stolen truckload of organ pipes was recovered. Hmm. Members of the oh, Calvin... Oh, now, what's, where's that inside us? The organ pipes. Uh, the, the, yeah, like it goes from know. the Langer hands. What is it, Tom? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Up hands. to your spine and then... Mm. Members of the Calvary Episcopal Church in Memphis had loaded a Penske truck with nearly 2,000 organ pipes for transport to Spencer organ company in Boston where they were to undergo restoration. Instead, the church discovered the truck and almost 90-year-old pieces of the organ gone. The church said in a press release the truck was later located in Raleigh. 
though some of the crates were missing, those that were recovered were loaded onto a new truck and then bound for Boston. Uh, no one, they couldn't have known what was on the truck when they of stole course it. Not. Probably not. Does that restoration company like resell the organs or do they give them away? I, I'm just curious if they're in. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. There we I don't go. Know. Hey, Mike, uh, you, any idea where I'm going with this? Uh, I think so. They I, might be an organ. organ. Donor? Donor. <laughs> oh, wow. I didn't even oh, let wow. him come up. Wow. No, I, 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 I did not want to finish it. Yeah. No, I, I like that you, from... you talked me through it. <laughs> it was as though I was from Europe. <laughs> I really liked the setup where you were pretending you didn't know how this company yeah, operated. Yeah, yeah. This is a company. They might give stuff away. We wow. don't know. <laughs> 15 of the 55 or so crates that were loaded on the truck are missing. They're hoping they'll be located, but if not, those pipes can be recreated if need be. So, uh, okay. so it's got a happy ending. It does have a happy ending. Okay. This does not. Oh. A woman oh, in good. Ohio was arrested after she allegedly defecated on a church altar. Did huh. she? Yes. According to a criminal complaint, 26-year-old Laura Miniard evacuated her bowels. Boy, I know who wrote that. <laughs> <laughs> on the chapel at Cincinnati's Good Samaritan Hospital. Uh, pooping in the chapel and we're gonna try to rescue She allegedly then used the fabric runner on the altar oh, to wipe her. Come on. Oh, man. First off, comedically, the collection plate is the funnier place to do it. <laughs> because then it's being passed around. <laughs> oh my god. No, I said I said I said go sit by the pew. Oh god. She's also gets worse. Yeah, it does. She's also accused of taking a picture. From the chapel and smearing feces okay, okay. Well, on the altar yeah, table. You know, pics oh. or it didn't happen. That kind of this is a. Is this like a mental health thing? She know? was arrested. For- <laughs> I mean, no, it's- no, no. She's totally sane. What do you think? <laughs> I mean, is it, or is it some weird revenge? Is it a, we- a protest of some sort? Or oh, no the- motive. You're not going to get a lot of YouTube likes for that. Yeah, it's, something's, something's she, screwed she up. She was arrested for desecrating a place of worship. Oh, as okay, she should. Of course, be. she was. Okay, I was. Uh, I was, I may have told you this before, but I was an altar boy as a kid, and the answer is no. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think it's because they knew I was a talker. But I, 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 it's funny even hearing that story, imagining. Yeah. Because we, as altar boys, we used to sit on the side, and sort of the game was on the altar. Mm-hmm. And can you, I mean, I, can you even imagine? It feels, everything in a church, especially when you're a kid, feels so sacred. Sure. The, yeah. rug, the rug, the altar, the this, the that. I mean, it's, it's astonishing. Especially when you're back there and you have to clean and take care of things. Yeah. And, yeah I did that growing up, too. I wasn't an altar Did you kid, watch but... the uh, celebrants uh, drinking a lot of the wine? Would they be backstage yeah. doing a couple of shots? Well, they have to. They have to drink it after it's consecrated. Yeah. They can't yeah. throw it away. Yeah. I'm just wondering if there was like pre-gaming going on. Our priest, really? No. Oh, yeah, we had a drunk priest, yeah. Oh, I see. That yeah, wine but with the tastes... consecrated wine? Yeah, that's what he would drink. The wine tastes terrible. <laughs> it's horrible. It's horrible. I never, so I never knew. So I remember, uh, without naming names, <laughs> the priests. I remember that the priests were always very annoyed at me. Because uh, I was fidgety, I was moving around during church. I wasn't lighting the candles right, and this one guy used to sort of say, "Michael," you know, he'd like sort of <laughs> snap at me. 
And I was thinking, man, this is rough being an altar boy. And then I grow up and find out what they were really doing. I was like, I was like this could have gone much worse. I'm talking to you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I believe your phrase was, they didn't do anything to you because you were a talker. Yeah, exactly. I believe yeah, yeah. That, was the, that was the joke that I, that, that I remember. Uh, we have to get to the uh, Ruby Slipper story. I got story, it right here. A man's been indicted by a grand jury on theft charges for stealing a pair of the ruby red slippers worn by Judy Garland in The Wizard of Oz. The shoes, which were on loan to the Judy Garland Museum in Grand Rapids, Minnesota, were stolen in 2005. The road to the missing slippers began when a man told the shoes insurer in 2017 he could help get them back. After nearly a year-long investigation, the FBI recovered the stolen shoes in a sting operation. No one was arrested at the time, but this week, a summons was issued for 76-year-old Terry Martin. Federal prosecutors said he was indicted with one count of theft of a major artwork when they were stolen. The slippers were on loan from Hollywood memorabilia collector Michael Shaw, who received an insurance payment seven years after the theft. And at the time, the slippers were insured for $1 million. Current market value, three and a half mil. Wow. I've seen some in the Smithsonian. Yeah, they're, they're gross they, looking. They're yeah. not. I mean, they haven't aged well. This pair probably is <laughs> encrusted with more than just rubies. Oh, <laughs> don't, don't I'm, I'm guessing there was no wife to question in that. <laughs> uh, there are, apparently there are four yeah. sets of these. Is that correct? One's in a private collection. One's at the Smithsonian, and where's the other one? These, this pair, and then the, I can't remember where the other one was. Are hmm. any of them in Kansas? I don't think so. Not anymore. That's kind of a bummer, right? <laughs> Not anymore. Very good, Pat. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> so, so tap them a couple times and whoosh, off you go. Well, thank you very much. Uh, g- give me the teaser, Christy. Uh, coming up, we have a bunch of bees in the news swarming an officer. We have a chicken loose. Um, and a chicken, a chicken do, kid, do kids still care about the Wizard of Oz? That was like a big deal when I was, was a kid. It was a huge deal. Like it was a family yeah. night, like when that would show on TV. Easter, it was everybody came around, yeah. But did, remember, did your, the, have your girls seen All it? the farmhands were in this movie. <laughs> Later, it was like the lion and the tin man. Mike, it wasn't until very late that Chick realized that the folks at the farm were the characters in the... Oh, the, yeah. Yeah. And yeah, the he, old lady was the witch. Yeah. You were like a grown man. I, I think last I'm a, week. I, I think, think I'm a grown man when yeah. I discovered that. Really? <laughs> I mean, Josh, we're not all geniuses like you and my daughter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and your little club that you have. More is on the way. This is the best of the Bob and Tom show. Warmer, sunnier days are calling. Fuel up for them with factors, no prep, no mess meals. Meet your wellness goals in time for summer thanks to the menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factors Fresh Never Frozen Meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great-tasting meals. Make today the day you kickstart a new healthy routine. What are you waiting for? With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. Meet your wellness goals this May with dietitian approved meals and ingredients that you can trust. Head to factormeals.com slash bobandtom50 and use code bobandtom50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code bobandtom50 at factormeals.com slash bobandtom50. To get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hey, good morning. It's Tom from the Bob and Tom Show. Happy Thanksgiving, and thanks for spending some time with us this morning. This is the best of the Bob and Tom Show. And we're uh, getting hooked up with a uh, very special guest. And he is, there he is on the big screen. Hey, Peter. Hi. It's Peter Frampton. And... um, (laughs) Lean your head down, Peter. Is that a uh, is that an official Peter Frampton cap? What does that say? Uh, no, it's it's actually Blackberry Farm. Oh, oh wow! Oh, Tom's been there. I've been there a couple times. It's beautiful. <laughs> yeah, it's killer, isn't it? Yeah, uh, Mr. Yeah. Frampton, are you are you calling us from Tennessee? Yes, I am calling you from Nashville. All right, and and you're going back in the road. Tell us the uh, tell us the story. Well. <clears throat> Um, as you know, um, we all got shut down in, with uh, COVID, and we were supposed to go in 2020 after the finale tour here in the U.S. and Canada. We were supposed to go to Europe in, in May of 2020, and um, didn't happen, obviously, because we were all shut down. But um, we did manage to go there last November. They dangled the tour in front of me and i said well let me let me check the old fingers and uh, so, <laughs> so far there they go again um, uh, so, so far so good so um and then we came back and within a month we did another uh tv show with an invited audience here in in nashville for sky arts over in england uk and uh, I'm still, you know, there they come, you know. <laughs> so um, anyway, I decided that, look, I'm not going to sit home this summer. If I'm still playing guitar, you know, and enjoying it, that's the main thing. So I just decided to, uh, if we can make it a little easier the way we tour, so it's not it's not like three months straight, it's two months, it's two weeks every month, basically, uh, for three months. So uh I think I'm going to be able to manage it. And you're referencing your fingers. You have a, a medical issue that has been uh, sort of a creeping and crawling. And what's, yes. how's that going? If you're feeling great, um, it's going fine. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> has it affected your playing at all? Um, it it. Uh, if I said no, um, that's a lie. Um, but um, supposedly. My band can't tell the difference, which worries me. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I know, they're just lying to the boss, you know. So, um, no, um, I'm still able to play pretty pretty damn well. I'm, I'm very pleased. So I'm looking forward to um, getting – there's nothing like it for me to get out there. And even though I will be seated um, this time, we started that in, in the, on the European tour – because, uh, you know, doing a solo, I get so excited, I just, like, wobble off. You know? <laughs> <laughs> well, he's down. He's down. <laughs> he's wobbled. <laughs> so, anyway, um, <clears throat> I just decided that let's get the old crew back. Well, I see, I told everybody I quit, you know, so the band and everybody. So, luckily, um, we've got the band back. Um, and... Um, <clears throat> 
some of the crew members couldn't come back, even though they wanted to, because you said you quit. And so, <laughs> so they've gone off to do other things. But uh, we've got a great new crew, and I just think of this tour as the bonus tour. I never thought this would ever happen. So um, I'm so thrilled and and pleased that I'm going out there, and we're gonna we're gonna dig up some deep cuts that we haven't played maybe for a long time or even ever um so we're rehearsing for quite a bit to kind of uh, do stuff just try stuff that i've i've never done before we're speaking with a great uh, peter frampton peter are you going to do any humble pie stuff oh i'm sure we will yes definitely okay great yeah, when, when it comes to songwriting with the 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 different situation with your hands has this uh made you write in a different way are you sitting at a piano or with a bass or do you um <clears throat> no i write i i write with acoustic electric you know a piano and uh i have written with bass as well yeah um but no that that doesn't hasn't really changed um so you know my writing uh and and in fact um, th- what I've been working on for the last couple of years is, and still working on it, is uh, a brand new, all my songs, you know, no co-writes, just uh, this is the way I used to write in 1970, you know. So, um, and it, it we have these three reissued vinyls that are coming out, uh, Wind of Change, um, Frampton's Camel, and the Frampton album are the first three. And uh, <clears throat> uh, they are being reissued um, very soon. And boy, do they sound good on vinyl! Oh my goodness, just anything sounds good on vinyl. <laughs> yeah. now, do you have a record? Uh, do you have a record player at your house? I do. Is that? Yeah, I had to. I had got rid of mine years ago, obviously, and then I've had one for the last, you know, six, seven, eight years now. And uh, I just love it. You know, um, get out these albums that I brought from England. You know, I have not only do I have the um, week of release of the original mono Sergeant Pepper, but I have I I have the stereo one, too, which was released uh, not not as uh, popular because the Beatles didn't really know and wanted to be hand, uh, dealing with anything stereo. So they let somebody else do it but virtually. And um <clears throat> But those things like that, you know, early, really early records that, um, you know, I could I could probably sell those for quite a bit, actually. I'm, yeah, you I'm probably could. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. uh, Peter. Uh, <laughs> Why don't you let me take a look at those? So I get, uh, <laughs> Peter, Chick, Chick, right McGee, Chick McGee, and I, we always have to bring this up when we're talking to you. Uh, uh, you've obviously re- released. No, here's the thing I need to tell Peter. Last time I saw him, and it wasn't that long ago, like two years ago, you played. And I was hoping you would. My favorite song, everybody has a favorite song off Comes Alive, but mine is I'll Give You Money. And you've tore into that, and you did not disappoint. <laughs> sir and well, i want, thank you and i want to tell people when he says he has you know and he's he's off remember where he's starting from <laughs> yeah before he says, well i'm a little off that's why your band can't tell it's, uh, you know from uh, from yeah, super duper you. amazing to super amazing uh, yeah i'll take that one yeah. duper missing one duper he's off a duper uh, yeah, yeah. I'm we, off a we always okay. ask peter about the because we're talking about vinyl records and then you have released, some of your albums are available. Think about the number of formats. You've got uh, eight-track, cassette, 
CD, had them all. Uh, whatever, quadraphonic. I did not have the quad comes alive. I, I remember I had, <laughs> at one point years ago, we were talking to Mr. Frampton, and he said, I had to release this one because I've got to send another kid to college. That's it, was, right. it, was, it was some enhanced stereo. Mm. But you, we all remember when you would listen on a 8-track. Oh, yeah. To, to, to Frampton comes alive, where yeah. it would clunk in the middle of the song. Yeah. Do you clunk like I do? Yeah, that then, would be the one it would do it in, too. And it, it, uh, I graduated high school in 76, so this was, oh, right my, we do you feel like we do? I, we lost our minds. And my 8-track had uh, broken right at the end of when they come back and do you feel like we do, and you're... <laughs> so I had to edit that back together, and it was not very good. But then, of course, I I, I made a little money, and I got a couple other different formats. So yeah. we're okay now. Do yeah. you think Do you okay. think you'll do um uh, the Ray Charles classic? I don't need no doctor. I think that's very high. That's high on the list. Yes, and that's one of my favorite stories in your book. I should point out that Peter Frampton has a wonderful, wonderful yes. autobiography, and the story Thank of you. of that particular song is just terrific at how you guys were on stage and Steve Marriott walked in the back of the hall and the whole thing happened. Just a terrific, yeah. terrific piece. I highly recommend the book, and it's also available as a book on tape. Peter had to be locked into a studio for weeks <laughs> to keep reading. <laughs> Ten hours a day for three months. <laughs> hey, Peter, uh, Josh here. I've always wondered, uh, I'm part of Generation X, and uh, so there was a, there must have been a resurgence for Frampton Comes Alive after the movie Reality Bites when Ben Stiller claims that that album changed his life, and he, there's a, a whole scene that kind of revolves around it. Were you aware that he was going to be doing that in the movie before it came out, or...? Um, I did know that um, before it came out, I did know that um, they were using Baby I Love You Way. First off, they were using it as in the car scene. It's my version mm -hmm. comes on the radio. Um, but then somebody else, I forget who it is, it, it sing, actually sings it as well. Um, <clears throat> and um, but the uh, producer of the soundtrack came to me uh, before it came out and and said, would you be interested in redoing Baby I Love You? It's already in in one scene, the way your version. Would you like to do another version, uh, reggae? And I said, no. No. Good answer. I said, I've done it. I've done it standing on my head. I've done it, you know. In the bathroom, I've done it. You name it. I've done it everywhere in every different way. I said, <clears throat> I'll I'll leave it as I'm done with baby I love you <laughs> and so so uh so he said well that's good I said what and no he said uh, well okay then because I do have this band called Big Mountain that um they want to they want to do a reggae version of it I said be my guest mm -hmm. and lo and behold that became a number one hit around the world so I I was sort of <clears throat> I was happy yeah, good, good. Once again, we're speaking with uh, yeah. the recording artist uh, uh, and performance artist, Mr. Peter Frampton, back on tour. Lots of great dates coming up this summer. Peter, there's a, a great story, uh, and I'm not going to ask you to waste your time telling it, about your guitar and the mm -hmm. famous guitar that appears on the cover of Frampton Comes Alive and the recovery of the guitar. Mm -hmm. uh, are you taking that out on tour still? Yes. Well, <clears throat> people say to me, ooh, you got it back after 32 years. Are you sure you're going to take, you're going to leave that at home? I said, um, 
<clears throat> it survived an air crash. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. I I think um, no, it's it sounds so good, and it it it's like putting an old pair of gloves on, and uh, that fit, and um, you know, and it's um, it, I would be remiss if, if I didn't bring it. You know, I would miss it myself. You know, but I know that uh, the fans out there love to see it when I bring it out because. Uh, it's got such a great story, and you know, it still looks pretty much the same on the that it did on the album cover. Me, on the other hand, you know, I'm a little different. <laughs> ah, you look better than ever. Don't you look great? <laughs> <laughs> are you, you taking Are you taking Bigsby on the road with you? Oh, Bigsby. Yeah. Um, uh, no, I, I'm not taking him on the road. He's almost. Or oh, hold on a sec. He's Don't go anywhere. now, isn't he? Still talking. I'm yeah. Still okay. Talking. This must be we big. Got, we got puppies at the same this dog. Time. Yeah. Yeah. So we've always well, been. I, I hope it's not a child. <laughs> yeah. No. I... <laughs> oh, oh, look there. at that. Oh, look at that. Yeah. He has his own hat. <laughs> That's great. Yes. The true vibrato. Yes. yes. That's wow. who the so anyway, um, I don't know what I'm wearing here. I'm, I've got so many hats. So, <laughs> You're like a race like car driver. the end of a NASCAR yeah. race. <laughs> uh, but uh, anyway, no, Bigsby's going to come. Um, he's still training. I go see him, you know, uh, every every couple of weeks, 10 days, a uh, couple of weeks up at the farm where he's training. But he's going to be my service dog. And um, he's, um, yeah, I can't wait. He's going to move in uh, probably when I get back off this tour. Oh, That's great. when we get together. All right. Uh, Peter Frampton, once again, on the road again with the band. Uh, are you going to do, I hope, some of the instrumentals? Uh, the oh, I'm sure we will. Yes, yes. <clears throat> we have a mammoth list to go through. And um, so, yes, definitely. Uh, and, and then is, is your singing voice as great as ever? I don't know. I've tried. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm only asking because it's of the constant. It's a little constant, late to get yes, this kind of the, feedback. The, the constant throat clearing. I'm only asking for a friend. Okay. All right. Yeah, I'll try and, I'll try and, uh, yeah, I'll be fine. Okay. Uh, and uh, you're, uh, you go into some detail in your in your book about the medical treatment that you've been receiving. Obviously, it's, it must be working pretty well. Well, <clears throat> There, thereby lies a tale. I mean, no, it's not. There's, there is no cure. Um, the only thing that you can do for for IBM at this particular moment, we are. Um, I have my my uh, fund at uh, Johns Hopkins is uh, we raised <clears throat> lots of money. Thank you, everybody, um, for trials, drug trials, and so we're looking at one coming up. Um, and I always uh, try those, obviously. So far, there's nothing there. But the the best thing that I can do, and anyone with IBM, <clears throat> is, uh, and this is the same for Parkinson's, is to exercise every day, uh, if you can. And so I work out six days a week. I take Sunday off. And um, and it really, it really helps. It's going to keep me upright. All right, good. Yes. Uh, any uh, last what last question, Peter? Any weird covers you're thinking of doing of uh, songs that aren't yours? No, um, no, um, <laughs> I, I can't really. Th I could do. I, why don't I do one of Weird Al's <laughs> weird covers, but do it my way? Yes, yeah, take it back. Yes, or you could do the, a cover of that big mountain hit from the nineties. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I love the part where it goes, key change. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay, I lied. I've got one more question. When okay. are, are you guys still doing sound checks uh, live, oh, yeah. or is it all being done with computers? And oh no, no, no. Well, they can. They have. We 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 tape. Most bands, I think, have a little Pro Tools rig um, monitor or out front, and um, they 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 tape every night. So we've got every night is is is. Uh, available to choose numbers for to release, obviously. But what they do is they use night before, <clears throat> and they'll play it back through the system to to set the system. So we don't have to go there for that anymore. But we do do sound checks probably for the first I don't know four or five shows, and then if everything's going well, we much prefer to not do a sound check and just the first time we play because our crew's so good. The first time we walk on stage is the first time we play in the during that day. You know, yeah. if you do a sound check, do you screw up your own lyrics? Oh, oh I didn't, not just the sound check. <laughs> <laughs> I think he, what is, Tom is, is asking is, is, do you have any naughty lyrics for your song? Oh, no. Yeah, it's usually like I love that one. Yeah. <laughs> Happy Thanksgiving. More of the best of the Bob and Tom show coming up. Become a Bob and Tom VIP and get your Bob and Tom fix 24-7. Get all the info in the VIP area at BobandTom.com. This is the Bob and Tom show. Hey, good morning. It's Tom from the Bob and Tom Show. Happy Thanksgiving, and thanks for spending some time with us this morning. Hang on. There's more coming up. This is the best of the Bob and Tom Show. Uh, Pornhub and other adult websites have blocked access to users in Utah. Why? Just as the state's new age verification law takes effect. CNN reports those visiting Pornhub and other adult sites now see a message expressing opposition to State Bill 287, which creates liability for porn sites that make their content available to people below the age of 18. Meanwhile, Google Trends revealed that Utah's search for methods to bypass the blockage have skyrocketed. <laughs> Pornhub's block on Utah users has been dubbed the booby blockade. Hmm. So Utah's saying, hey, look, you're going to be liable if legally. That's what they're saying? Yep. Yeah. And that, that has gone into effect? Yep. And so Pornhub said, well, we're out? Yep. Okay. Pretty much. Wow. Well, I don't know how they're going to get around this. I mean, I... Legally, they're doing the Pornhub's doing the right thing. How do you, you know? How do you, how can you prove you're of age? Once upon a time, before gambling was pre- as prevalent as it was, I think a buddy of mine lived in Virginia, and he had to go to the like uh, Washington D.C. border or oh, that's still a thing, something like that. And he the phone knew where he was, and he could bet if he drove to this truck no, that's stop. That's still a thing. In and then he place. drives home. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but the question is, how would you prove your? How are they? Are they going to come up with some way to prove your age on the internet? Yeah, they they will. Well, I mean, now can you barcode your driver's license? Right? Didn't isn't that what you used to have to do to get verified? Wouldn't you like if you wanted to be? You verif- had to send your passport or your uh, driver's license in. Yeah. Right, right. Mm-hmm. So people are already doing it just to get a blue check mark. Well, now they're also paying for it, but not uh, me. <laughs> thank goodness. Yeah, Don't you feel bad for the? You know, kid kind of emerging, and you know, now he's got to go back to the Sears catalog. Or whatever, no, you know, the, where are you going to get a catalog? Yeah, yeah you had to do it like I had to do it. <laughs> really? Yeah. If you like to, if you thought a girl was hot, you had to wait all year for the yearbook to come out. 
And then he had to hope that the picture was good. Nothing worse than if she was sick on picture day. Like, oh, all it is is a gray square that says photo not available. I can't beat off to this. Uh, apparently, I guess in prison. <laughs> in prison, if you're a really good artist. Oh, you're popular? Yeah, but you can. That's a way to get keep protection because you hey. can provide, a, you know. You got any yeah. Katie Couric? <laughs> I hope our listeners are wise enough to realize that Tom is giving you advice on being to prison. He has no idea. <laughs> no idea. What he's well, no. I bet he's no. no this, Dr. This, June Reinish. Dr. June Reinish, uh, told sex him that. expert, told probably us that. putting you on, I would Well, think. I'm sure that happened in the 40s. <laughs> I, can you, how do you access porn in prison? Now? Oh, I'm oh, they have, they have. Uh, well, I'm sure you can. <laughs> you don't think inmates have cell phones or internet? That's got to cut of down. Of course on they me. do. Of they don't. They'd be smart to have porn in prison, wouldn't they? Yes. Yeah. It's like, hey, what can we do to cut down on you know all what? the male let rape? Well, how about we let them masturbate every now and again? Yeah, I can't <laughs> wait to go get to prison. I'm going to have three squares a day, my own cot, my own phone. You, you will be a hero. You won't be there. You don't. They don't, they don't issue oh, you an iPhone in prison. So... Well, they don't issue you one. Well, no, you have to well, make arrangements. You got to yeah, know. Yeah, no know yeah, they they keister them in. Well, so no, not anymore. That's that's horse and buggy days. They've got like laundry. Tell you what, I, if you're going to keister this in, I'm going to go for the iPhone Mini. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want the whatever you've got, 14. Chick. The GoPro Max. <laughs> <laughs> I'd watch uh, a show called Chick in Jail. Chick in Jail. Hey McGee, your DoorDash is here. <laughs> Thanks, Leonard. <laughs> That's my you garden. enjoy that chicken sando, I guess. That's my guard. Hey, chick, guard your case of handkerchiefs to cry in just arrived. They still get magazines, I'm sure. They still make they porn don't, mags. They don't, they don't give you porn magazines in prison. Okay, uh, sure, surely they can be smuggled in. They are smuggled in. I, wow, I hope they're like a, the size of the old TV guide, not the... They don't have to be keistered. <laughs> you want everything to be keistered. <laughs> the he wants a world of keistering. Yeah, yeah. The entire... I love that show. Prison. That's on Saturday afternoons. It's syndicated. the booty hole. It's an antique show. The world of keistering. I know it's television, but I, I just saw... A, a show the other day, Blackbird. Anybody seen that? Mm, yeah. And he makes a living in prison by renting out porn mags out of his cell. Really? And that's based yeah. on this, a true is this story. in the United States? Yes. <laughs> it's one of those Mexican prisons that has a no. It's you know, here fountain, in the States. <laughs> mopeds, whores. You know. uh, hey, Pat. Yeah. Save me. How do you say? Don't you have a porno tribute to Josh? Yeah. Oh. Remember when he had? Uh, he went to Spanky's. Yeah, oh, sure. Yeah. Is this when I had my parents deliver my yeah. porn for me? Now, Spanky's was your old, um, your old porno VHS. Porn. My old, uh, yeah, my old whack and ground, and uh, it was a <laughs> uh, porn Subtle. shop. Uh, yeah. Did they know you by name when you went? No, gosh, no. Did you pay with credit cards or cash? Uh, back then, probably cash. Yeah, I don't how think much, I had a credit card until I was in my twenties. Uh, it was uh, tw- here's what you got. For for it was twelve dollars <laughs> for three, and when you rented three, you got one free. So I got four for twelve. Did they have like a coupon book, something really? No, no. It was just that was just the you thing. Remember those? He had to go all of the block the video store and get videos and schlep them back, and then <laughs> you must good. Oh, you wait, and the don't you have a memory? Oh. Gone was, by the time you got there, I was there. explaining to one of my little girls the yeah. other day. She How was, porn shops she, work? She, she was no, she no. was watching. Oh, she was watching Friends. Oh, and they were in a video store. She was having a oh. great. She was having a great time <laughs> then, watching. She, no, no, she was having a great time, probably having a little snack, watching Friends, <laughs> minding her own business. 
And here he comes. <laughs> in front of the television. In front of the TV. No, no, no for a first, no, I put it know. on pause. You know, honey. Did she, uh, so you, did she ask about it or did you just no, pause and no, tell? No, no, I don't care there's what no he says. Way. She was minding her own business. He came over and ruined her viewing experience <laughs> with, go ahead, what'd you say? It was it was Finn. I was just saying, they, they don't have those anymore. And it was so funny to see it because how long have they been gone? Ten a years. Time. Is that the one where Monica can't pay the late fee and Tom Selleck has to pay for it? And uh, it is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's a good episode. Yeah. yeah. Her and Richard get. And back I, the I had never seen. I've seen very few of those. I didn't realize Tom Selleck shaved off his mustache. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And they make a joke. She's like, "Oh, yeah, you're, uh, you shaved your mustache," and he says something about like my lip got my lip feels lonely or something. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> I, I like that episode. You really memorized that one. Yeah, I like. I like that one. Really? Look! Look at Tom oh, Selleck's hairy God. chest. <laughs> Think about it. Uh, 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 Pat. Hey, Pat. And, and now we're back to prison. <laughs> and now down at the porn shop after the story about Tom's daughter. Here we go. Back in '97, way before Josh could stream. Right. Right. He'd have to go to Spanky's for a penthouse magazine. Down at the pawn shop, he'd have to drive all <laughs> year to a nasty rundown building off I 65. Help me out with this singing now, fellas. Down at the pawn shop, the creepy clerk he smiles. Down at the pawn shop, where's the big booty aisle? Down at the pawn shop. His mom has many concerns. Down at the porn shop. When she makes his returns. <laughs> down, down at, at the porn shop. Porn shop. Yeah, yeah. Looking around the place. Oh, Josh can't believe his eyes. Videos of butts and boobies. Every color. Every size. <laughs> down at the porn shop. Way back in his youth, oh yeah, where he took his pants off in the video booth. <laughs> Ladies and gents, come on, let me hear you now. Down at the pawn shop, oh it ain't so discreet. Down at the pawn shop, your butcher's beating the meat. Just Christy. Down at the pawn shop, <laughs> Josh won't leave the house. Down at the pawn shop, doesn't need a hooker or spouse now. Down at the pawn shop. <laughs> Yeah. Ah, the good old days. Wow. Yeah, that's um, interesting. Oh, I would not want to see the money stacked up in front of me that I spent. <sighs> Wouldn't it be for. cool in one of those old Jimmy Cagney movies where they're on, they're in prison, they've got the old-fashioned stripe prison suits on, and they're, they're, they're scraping their cups against the, the bar. <laughs> right. We want our porno! <laughs> we want our porno! prison is he, right now. You know, he's trying to be funny. I know. You know, I can but tell you how prison he really is. thinks that's what prison's yeah. like. Now, Pat, you've not <laughs> been in you've prison. Been prison. No, I've 14 hours that in a county jail. It changes yeah. a man. It, cha- it makes you hard. That's right. As it did your cellmate. <laughs> Happy Thanksgiving. More of the best of the Bob and Tom Show coming up. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little... Or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. 
That's shopify.com slash special offer. What's up, everyone? It's Reality Steve, your number one source for all things Bachelor Nation and reality TV. Every day, I'm giving you the behind the scenes juice and your info on all your Bachelor Nation stories and also interviewing some of your favorite reality stars. My name has been synonymous with spoilers, but I'm so much more than that. Give me a listen. The Reality Steve podcast part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen. Good morning, it's Tom from the Bob and Tom Show. Happy Thanksgiving and thanks for spending some time with us this morning. Oh, there's more. This is the best of the Bob and Tom Show. Um, I believe <laughs> we're going to hook up with uh, comedian Greg Warren for a special Yay! edition of the Warren Report. Hey, Greg, it's good seeing you. There he is. We've got him on the big screen here. He is at home in St. Louis, Missouri. Hey, Tom, how you doing? Good. Good. <laughs> hey, Greg, I watched your special on YouTube. Greg, you did? Greg Warren, salesman? Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Chick. Yes, it was uh, It was something. Oh, oh come on. <laughs> Greg, I'll tell you just what. said nothing. You know, People I, listen to you. I love you, and it was very funny. Greg, I, right I, here, I, right on top. There we go. This comes to us. Uh, Lisa in northern Iowa said... The best comedy show ever. Oh, wow. I watched ever? Greg, I watched Greg Warren Salesman. I laughed until I cried. Greg is a master. Thanks for plugging the show. It made my day. Oh, Yay. good. Yeah, it's she wonderful. wrote that letter yesterday and sent it to us this morning. So yeah, a lot of big uh, uh praise for this. What we're talking about is the Greg Warren his newest special. And uh Greg, it's called Greg Warren Salesman and it's, it's on called The Salesman. Oh, sorry. And Greg it's on mad. it's on YouTube. <laughs> Don't get mad. He gets real mad if you don't say the salesman. Okay, I get mad now. <laughs> so is it? Yeah, you know when you your face your face popped up, you look mad. Yeah. <laughs> so how does how does one find it on the internet, Greg? Uh, I am in a new house and don't really have a TV functioning yet. But go ahead. What is it? Well, you could just uh, uh, Google uh, Greg Warren the salesman, or uh, you could go to the Nate Land YouTube channel. Um, I got some uh, emails as well, Tom. Oh, yeah, good. Yeah, uh, and, and they were uh, overwhelmingly positive, except for one. Uh, oh, yeah, that happens. Yeah, it does. It said, uh, <laughs> you are despicable. Oh, wow. <laughs> said, I've been a fan for a long time, and I uh, I watched uh, the special, and I enjoyed the first half hour. And then you started making fun of nurse practitioners. Which I, I do have a joke about nurse practitioners. Mm -hmm. It's very clear that said, you respect them. She said, well, not according to her, Josh. She yeah. said it was uh, uh, very disrespectful <laughs> and that she was never going to watch me again. And she was going to tell all of her friends to never watch me Ooh. again. Ah, uh, yeah. What was the... She must be a nurse practitioner. <laughs> she was. She said she was, she was a nurse practitioner. But I, mean, I should have pointed that out. But I, 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 I wrote her back. I said, uh, hey... I'm I'm sorry. I don't want anybody to be sad when they watch my comedy. Um, but next time, could you have a doctor reach out to me because I don't? <laughs> oh, that won't help. <laughs> you, you took a very similar approach to what I do when I'm told such things. <laughs> you know what happened? Double to me? down. I did not. Uh, I did not seek Greg's uh, uh, stand up on on my television. My television told me to watch it. Really? I went home one day, turned it on. Oh, Greg Ward, the salesman. <laughs> <laughs> Picked for you. Greg Ward, the salesman. 
You have YouTube TV, right? I do, and yeah. it just shoved it down my throat, so I, I felt like I should watch it because everything else might be in jeopardy if I didn't watch it. And that's where hey, Jake, the NFL. That Sunday voice that you're doing is that me or is that the computer? That's you, Greg. <laughs> Greg Warren, the salesman. <laughs> well, Greg, I know that you respect well, like nurse, nurse practitioners, oh. and uh, that was just someone did not quite understand the joke. Apparently, yeah, so, clearly a yeah. joke. Yeah. All right, okay, very much a it's joke. Very I, I, I respect them a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Now, um, uh, what is our topic for today's uh, uh, hostess Twinkies, Tom? Oh. Wow! Yeah. Let me tell you something. I uh, love Hostess Twinkies. I bet Do I you? could eat. I could, bet I could eat ten Twinkies. Well, they've gotten uh, smaller. Ten? Have they gotten smaller? I they have. Yeah. I, I bet they Greg, Greg will tell us all they about okay. this. They've definitely gotten smaller. The recipe's different. Yeah. Things have changed. I agree. I can't tell you about the recipe, but they did get smaller uh, a few years ago. Uh, mm. But they did uh, move the uh, expiration date up uh, thirty. It used to used to be you could only. Uh, <laughs> Keep those around for 26 days. Now you can keep them around for 60 days. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, they don't go bad for, for 60, 60 days. years, well, whichever yeah. comes first. <laughs> well, yeah, that's, that's like a misnomer. That's a that's a funny thing. Some main high school teacher kept a Twinkie on his chalkboard for 30 years. Mm. And uh, I don't know what to prove some point that they weren't going to disintegrate, but they're not good to eat at that point. I would hope not. Yeah. They were invented in 1930. Uh, James Dewar, not of the Scotch Dewars, but uh, James Dewar was running the uh, Illinois location of Continental Bakeries. And he realized uh, the strawberry shortcake machines were only being used during strawberry season, which was like six weeks out of the year back then. Oh, so they're they're doing nothing with him. He thought, OK, I'm going to invent this um, like sponge cake. I'm, I'm going to make like a, a, a banana cream filled sponge cake. That's right. Uh, Twinkies were filled with banana cream at first. Did you Ooh, know that? I'd no, like that. I did know that. Yes. Yet they uh, and then uh, during World War II, we were rationing bananas, so that's when they switched to vanilla cream, and they stuck with it. Um, mm. In 2006, uh, when the mo movie King Kong came out, they went back to banana cream for a while to celebrate uh, King Kong. The movie. Oh, right. I missed that. So uh, tell us more about the Twinkie. When did they hit the market exactly? 1930, Tom, uh, and uh, James Dewar was in St. Louis, my hometown. That's where they made a lot of the shoes back then, and he saw some shoe billboard for Twinkle Toe Shoes. Wow. And that gave him the idea. They were originally called Twinkles. According to James, he shortened it to make it a little zippier for kids to Twinkies. No, James, you didn't shorten it. Uh, yeah. You just switched out an I for an L. It's the same amount of syllables. Apparently, these 30s kids could not handle the letter I uh, <laughs> or L. I'm sorry. Sorry. Um, and J James was a big fan, of course, of his own uh, food, Twinkies. Oh, boy. Uh, he uh, said at one time, some people say Twinkies are the quintessential junk food, but I believe in the things. I fed them to my four kids, and I feed them to my 15 grandchildren. My boy Jimmy played football for the Cleveland Browns. Cleveland uh, Twinkies never hurt him. Oh. Well, maybe if you would have given him a couple salads, he might have played for the Niners or the, <laughs> the Eagles or an NFL team. Uh, <laughs> hey, nice chicken breast would have gone a long way there, Dewar. <laughs> 
No, he was a big advocate. He he he, uh, he smoked a pack and a half a day and, and of Twinkies. Twinkies. Wow. <laughs> How do you get those things to light? <laughs> oh. No, 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 oh. no, no uh, uh, cigarettes. And but he also ate Twinkies every day. <laughs> um, oh, to eat Twinkies it, it, every day, man. Tom, Tom's probably familiar with this. Uh, Nineteen seventy nine, uh, a guy named Dan White killed. Uh, George Moscone and Harvey Milk. Sure. This is a very famous case. Famous case. Uh, yeah, and San he... San Francisco, uh, the supervisor board. Right. The The media called it the Twinkie defense. Right. Basically, they argued that he was depressed. The media kind of conflated this a little bit, but the, the he, he they argued that he was depressed and that uh, the fact that he ate all these Twinkies and junk food was a sign of his depression, but the media sort of turned it into, well, the Twinkies made him do it. it whatever it did, it got it reduced from murder down to uh, manslaughter. Hmm. Um, I, I don't think I, I've, I've had some pretty bad uh, junk food binges in, in my life. I think it's part of the wrestling, making weight and stuff or whatever. And I can tell you when I'm in the middle of one of those, I don't have the energy to murder someone. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> really, I'm a pretty, I'm a pretty peaceful, docile guy when it comes to that. Uh, Greg, um, 19... I have a quick question. Have sure, the Twinkies John. always come in two packs? I don't know that. Um, Thanks for nothing. Yes, <laughs> I assume that uh, Twinkies, you know, that the name was Twin. So yes, uh, I did stop at a convenience store yesterday and uh, picked a couple up, and and they were in a two pack. If that sure. helps, did yeah. You eat, did you eat them? I had a little bit of one, you know, just and? to remember. Good. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. good. Yeah, they are good. Yeah, yeah, good. They're 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 good. I, it's not my favorite uh, hostess snack by a long shot, though. What's your favorite? Uh, I would probably say ding dongs. That's um, a good choice. Hmm. I went through a, a a fruit pie phase when I was in uh, high school. And Those are really amazing. Enjoyed. Yeah, they're so are. good. You know that Twinkie the Kid is the mascot, right? Guys? Sure, right. sure. He's got the lasso. And lasso he's got yeah, he's got hat. a cowboy hat. Sure. But did you know there's all these other mascots? I didn't realize. Um, King Ding Dong. Right. Captain Cupcake. <laughs> Fruit Pie the Magician, the Hostess Pie Technician. Uh-huh. <laughs> I remember. He's him. got two two uh, jobs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. That kind of hat on a hat there. Right? Yeah, he's, been, uh, he's trying to make ends meet. <laughs> Uh, happy ho ho. That's sort of a Robin Hood like character. Mm. He, okay, a bow and arrow. And then Chauncey the Chocodile. Love the um, Chocodile. Remember the Chocodile? Yeah. The Chocodile is the best one. That's the best thing going, man. God, the that chocodile? was a They they a were chocolate covered. They looked like yep. Twinkies. Yeah, oh. chocolate covered Twinkie, and they were sort of regional. You'll see them every now and then. Really? So yeah. good, man. Uh, yeah, Chauncey would say it takes a while to eat a. Chocodile, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. It, no. <laughs> now I believe, Greg. I don't know if you're aware of this. King, when Ding Dongs came out, I think that they were Ding Dons or what? King is it, Dons. Is that right? Really? I think so. Oh, I, I man, I did not. I just I saw none that. of that in my research. Were they originally called Big Black Dongs? <laughs> no, they were not, Josh. Oh, I they thought they not. were. And and King it was like, dongs, hey, put a Big uh, Black Dong in your mouth. The Chick, uh, the year I was. Year before I was born, 1967, trying to ding dongs have gotten chicks correct. Too. Big black dong, is that right? King no. Don, it was Don was in there instead of dog. Yep. Yeah, there's a wow. picture. Here's the picture of the box. Hostess because 
King Don's, and there's a crown over the O. <laughs> yeah. Because and, I was in, what, 65, 66, along in there, Tom? I was like nine years old, and I thought the world had opened up when I saw these snack cakes. Oh, they're amazing. Yeah. They're they amazing. were originally, according to this, it says they were originally called Ding Dongs, but Hostess thought it sounded phallic. Sure. Um, wow. That it, they haven't been the same since they haven't been wrapped in foil, Greg. Oh, I, I'm with you, Josh. You mean, yeah, they were at the actual aluminum foil? Yeah. Sure. So, yeah. They, so they were worried about ding-dong sounding phallic, but no concern over the term ho-hos, right? <sighs> no. Yeah. So are they... sounds phallic. sounds vaginal. Wow. <laughs> Thank you, Josh. Thank yeah, you. there's a whole thing, <laughs> Thank you, thing about this here. <laughs> it said, uh, hostess ding-dongs, but under a couple different names depending on where you live. Yes. Mostly ding-dongs in Canada where they were called ding-dons. Well, okay. There today you. we're talking about the Twinkie. Sorry. No, <laughs> no, no, right, no, no. This defending is, this is, this is good you, stuff. I, I watched some of those old like commercials, and it seems like <laughs> all the other mascots were just there. To, like they were, they were all inept. They would all just like <laughs> do something stupid, and Twinkie the Kid would rescue them. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like uh, uh, Captain Cupcake was uh, like that was a nautical. He was like a Navy captain, and he he could not. Drive a boat. I'm oh, telling you right that now. That is terrible. Yeah, that's a shame. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, no business, did he? To lasso him out of something. Um, Doesn't Captain Cupcake, Cupcake sound like something your football coach would call you if you... Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, that's right, Captain Cupcake. Oh, look who it is. Can't be... Pop- couldn't possibly tackle Captain Cupcake. No need for you to know the play. <laughs> More is on the way. This is the best of the bottom time. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. Hello, Chick McGee speaking. Happy Thanksgiving, and thanks for listening to the best of the Bob and Tom Show. It's time for the guy who likes to correct English more than having sex. (laughs) Tom, lay down on top of me. I want you now. Uh, Don't you mean lie down here on top of me? (laughs) Mm, Whatever, baby. Come here. I've got the most unique thing to try on you. Hmm. Actually, something is either unique or not. There are, there are no degrees of uniqueness. You need to say you have a unique thing to try on me, not the most unique. Look, could you stop correcting me and just get in bed? I'd like our sex life to return to normalcy. Oh, God. Normalcy is a hack word. The correct word you're looking for is normality. You know what? Just forget it. I wouldn't sleep with you if you was the last man on Earth. Uh, I think you mean if I were the last man on Earth. Future imperfect tense is appropriate here. This has been the guy who likes to correct English more than having sex. Hey, a man says he has estimated how many farts it would take to fill a balloon. I'm sure everybody was uh, worrying about this. Okay. Mr. Kyle Mann, Josh, sought to determine how much gas would needed would be needed to inflate the average balloon, which has a uh, volume of approximately 7.9 liters. You almost said baloney. I did. <laughs> a man wrote, the volume of gas expelled in a single fart can vary widely, but... 
On average, a single fart might release about 50 to 150 milliliters of gas. Man was able to calculate that it would take about 79 farts to fill up a standard 11-inch party balloon. So let me get this straight. This is a math problem. He didn't actually do it. Well, I think we all know that uh, in science, you... Uh, <laughs> so this is his hypothesis, yes. yes right. This, thank you. See, this would have been a fun story for maybe my high school class to work out. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, instead of the boring math problems. Yes, yes. 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 Give us something like this. Yes. Instead of if Susie's on a train from London and Derek's on a train from Southampton. Yes. Give right. me the fart question. How many times are they going to fart? Each other. Yeah. Yes. Willie goes to Laha, has two burritos, and Josh... Man, drinks seven buds. Great burritos. Those are, those are very good. And Mr. Van Clash. I'm sorry. Restaurant's called La Hacienda. It's very, very no, La God, La it, it, couldn't it be more regional? That's one block away. <laughs> so you're saying, you're saying it's in this region. I am, yeah. Yeah, and La Haas is a very... Okay, thank you. Sorry. Mr. Mann cautioned that his calculations offer a rough estimate, as the volume of gas expelled in a single fart can vary widely between individuals and situations. Well, certainly can, yes. yes. Now, who do you think has a larger volume of air coming out of them? Me, Willie, Josh, or Christy? Well, it varies also by the fart itself. Not every fart is... Oddly enough, Christy can bring a house down. Oh, yeah. Way more. Oh, yeah. Way more farts. You would be surprised. Now, would a shart throw off the whole... Thing with oh, yeah. moisture inside the balloon, kind of like a water balloon oh, at that point. Is it less flammable then? <laughs> Don't get it near the Bunsen burner. Has anyone ever done that? Was that like a a jackass stunt, or like uh, right after they went from boiling? Did they go from boiling oil to balloons filled with crap? And then <laughs> you think, man, Ugh. that would be Ugh, cool, right? right. That stopped me from breaking into your house. You throw a balloon full of crap at me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> sure would. Absolutely. Well, an interesting experiment, certainly. Yeah. Thank you for enlightening us. <laughs> the man who has dedicated his life not to figuring out the gas in a balloon, but solving the mystery of the Loch Ness Monster, says he thought this job would be easier. According to the BBC, Steve Feltman gave up his career, sold his home in Dorset to move to the Loch in 1991. And to do very important work. Well, now, after more than 30 years of searching for Nessie, oh, things apparently have not panned out as he this, had expected. Well, all of a sudden got real <laughs> sad. more elusive than one would think. He told the BBC, quote, I did think this job was going to be easier as years. I had a sighting in the first year and thought it wouldn't be long. Until a second sighting would come along. Well, Feltham added, and that is where I'm stopped at the moment, still waiting for that second glimpse of something unexplained. I think this is the same speech Dan Marino gave after, <laughs> after his first and only <laughs> Super Bowl. Well, I'll be back soon. No. <laughs> no. no. I've seen an, an interview with this guy uh-huh. before, and he really does look. He's like, you know, I don't. <laughs> Don't really know how much longer I can do this. <laughs> He's, he is like done. Does he go out every day looking? He lives right on the A water. Lock. Yeah, yeah. So he gets up and gets the glasses. The so he can see. Yes, yeah. Okay. Whoa. Just sits there all day long, staring at the debunk. Water. Usually, yeah, just kind of debunking. Uh, like, oh, no, no. Wouldn't it be like a mirage after a certain point? Exactly. You, would, Has uh, it, you d- think you saw it or? Um, Maybe it's like that the cartoon where the frog is singing. Yeah, <laughs> every time this guy this guy turns to his left, and there it goes. The monster comes up. Yeah, dun, 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 dun. 
Nassi, Nassi, Nassi. Feltham's dedication to his search saw him named Ambassador of the Year at the 2016 Highlands and Islands Tourism Awards. Sure, sure. That's the thing. That's tourism. <laughs> that's the key there. Not, there's no scientists talking about it. And he it. previously, um, Chick, I'm sorry, this is kind of stepping on your Go territory, ahead. has been recognized by the Guinness Book of World Record for the longest continuous vigil hunting for the Loch Ness Monster. There you go. Sad, sad man. No, no, no. He was heroic in a way. I bet he doesn't have a wife. Well, (laughs) you make certain sacrifices in the name of science. (laughs) I bet you he has the most elaborate um, just machines for self-pleasure you've ever seen in your life. Yes, so that he can still hold the binoculars? Yes. Oh, yeah. Are these homemade, or is he ordering them from, like, Germany, oh, say? Yeah, baby. I would th- I would think they'd be homemade. He seems rather oh, industrious. Oh, sure. Yeah. The, the, the Germans have those lenses down. Come on. Oh, yeah. They're nothing like the a best. German lens. You're right. You're right. Uh, well, I thought you were talking about the sex machines. Yeah, me too. Who's paying this guy? I have no idea. I mean, that sort of work, Tom, uh, sort of, uh, the reward is uh, non-financial. That's right. It's, uh, Maybe he applies for a grant every year. He's, he's got, richer than all of us, I'll tell you. I, if he's got a lakefront property in Loch Ness, I assume it's pretty sure, pricey. Sure. Yeah, he's, he's doing fine. Okay. Well. His spirit is rich. That's right. It? Okay, very good. Right. Actually, no, his spirit is just married to a man named oh, oh, I, I get the confusion. I'm sorry. That. Now, isn't there a TV show called Finding Bigfoot? There is, mm-hmm. yeah. It's been on for many, many seasons. Right. And, and they've never found Bigfoot. That's oh. The title, it's, they're in the act of finding it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think that's been on for a long time, too. <laughs> You'd think by now they would have found something. They have got many, a lot of compelling evidence that's come out of that show. They have a body of one? They have a body. They don't actually have a body, but we don't know the decomp rate of a, of a Sasquatch. Sure we do. It, you, no, you don't. It'd be the same as almost every other animal. No, out there. Not, necessarily. not necessarily. He's All right. right. Yep. How often are you in the woods and come across a decomposing deer? You don't. You don't. Not very often at all. Or a bear. So imagine. Yeah. Yeah. So Okay. A lot of animals out there doing <laughs> See, work. here's the thing. They, they should uh, have two different... Uh, prove, prove it to normal people, and then you have to prove it to Tom. <laughs> <laughs> it's a whole different, it's a whole different thing. You're looking at a whole, right. a whole new ball of wax here. Okay. All those hunters out there, here no we ever go. shot one. Yeah, there we go. Uh, well, first off, we don't know what sort of uh, interspecies war would would uh, would start if one were to shoot a Sasquatch. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, they're all coming out. From you know, uh, do you know a hunter that shot a zebra or uh, or an elephant or anything like sure. that? No, I mean just wa- like you are presenting. They were just walking around and shot one. Is what you're. With the Bigfoot. <laughs> that's what you me. said. Just walking around, all these hunters, that's you're, what you said. You're out there looking for whatever you're looking for. If there's so many of these Bigfoot up, Bigfoots, or is it Big Feet? <laughs> big Feet. <laughs> it's, big, it's Big Feet. I thought it was Big's Feet, like Surgeon's General. Uh, oh, <laughs> Big's. There's, there's the literary. Maybe you're right. I'm and sorry. they wouldn't want to shoot it. They'd want to take it in alive, wouldn't they? You want to be able to study a big. I'm against all of that. You want to mm-hmm. just study it in its uh, natural, natural environment. Yes, okay, and leave it be. Okay, well, let's move forward here. What else has happened? <laughs> well, police in Spain and France broke up an international smuggling ring, and they don't wear pants. Oh, uh, sorry. I hope they're wearing pants because they're smuggling eels. You know where yeah. they smuggle them, don't you? Oh there man, <laughs> no! You kind of just get its no. face there, and it, no. it knows what to do. Shocking, no. depending on what kind of eel it is. <laughs> They're putting eels up their no. butt. He's well, uh, are they putting eels up their butt? Chick, one does not have to put an eel up. You just <laughs> show, show it the butt. The eel will go. It knows. Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> 
And once it hits your intestines, that's just second nature for it. It's just swerving around. Uh, it looks uh, Pat, like it come out your throat. At the same Pat, time. Do you, do you, have you learned about? Wait a minute, who is that? Who's in there? That's me, Luigi Accusatore. Hey, hey, Luigi, everybody, bonjour. I haven't even finished the story. Yet. I know you haven't. I couldn't believe they went to me so quick. <laughs> <laughs> well, would you mind listening to the rest? I will. I'll sit right here. I'll be ready oh, to yeah. sing when you when you can have. Yeah, me. you listen with us, Luigi. Okay. Officers arrested twenty seven people, seized one point six tons of live baby eels, as well as goods worth over two point one million dollars in the operation oh, yeah. officers also recovered tons of frozen baby eels called elvers a critically endangered species that are prized as a delicacy in spain's and spain and parts of asia that's an occasional crossword elvers? El- yes i've gotten it a couple times the eels which officials said had not been subject to any food safety checks and were not suitable for human consumption were destined for china Hmm. Oh, well, yeah, yeah. They, they're known for eating things that aren't fit for human consumption. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like oh, test tubes and labs. <laughs> oh, sorry. And bats. Mm. More bat? Uh, I, help, I help these guys in the import export of business to oh. sell these eels, so I know what I talk about. Ah. And I, I like to sing for you now. Okay. Please. <laughs> oh, why do you make a sweet deal selling live baby eels? That's amore. <laughs> <laughs> They're a delicacy and an endangered species. She, that's amore. <laughs> Registers ring, ching, 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 make it a cash. Eels are bringing a mucha bella. Customs caught me now in prison like Sorvino in a good fella. <laughs> Sorvino. <laughs> See you later, everybody. Hey. Jamie, is your girlfriend with you? Gina Statutore is always by my side. Okay. She's uh, the love of my life. Always by my side. Happy birthday, Gina. Oh, I see she got the braces off. (laughs) (laughs) On her legs, she can walk now, yes. (laughs) Thank you very much. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, uh, Christy Lee is at the Bob and Tom News Desk. Have we missed anything? Thousands of people in New Hampshire lost power in a widespread outage that was caused by a raccoon. The outage what? was caused by a raccoon. 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 I like it. <laughs> raccoon. Rocky raccoon. A raccoon that made contact in a substation. WMUR. Crews were able to eventually restore power to the 2,000 impacted customers. Affected. No word on the fate of the raccoon. Yeah, I'm thinking it's uh, when they said it made contact. (laughs) Yeah, I I believe they mean toast. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's how they know it was a raccoon because its fried carcass was still there. Exactly, they wouldn't know if it just (laughs) walked away. Could have been anything. Man, okay, yikes! All right, well, I hope everybody got their power back. And uh, the blame blame the raccoon. What else you got? Social Security Administration has released its annual list of the top baby names for the year 2022. How about they release my money and give it back to me so I can invest it wisely? <laughs> was that asking too much? I guess so. Yeah, that okay. is. Last year marked Liam's six straight years, the number one name for boys, while Olivia has reigned since the name unseated Emma four years ago. The big O. Yeah, Emma is still second choice for girls, followed by Charlotte, while Noah and Oliver were second and third on the list for boys. Hmm. Here you go. Oh, it looks like Harper's been booted off and Luna is in. The top ten list for girls, Olivia, Emma, Charlotte, Amelia, Sophia. Is this starting one uh, or starting One through ten. ten, sorry. Please, please be more specific. I apologize. <laughs> well, since I'd already mentioned Olivia, Emma, no, no, and no Charlotte, excuse. I no, wish you It was actually quite clear, Josh. You should have listened. <laughs> Jesus. Number seven, Ava. <laughs> Number eight, Mia. <laughs> 
Number nine, Evelyn, and number ten, as I mentioned, Luna. Evelyn kicking out. That's a surprise, Harper. right? That's yeah. a pretty name, though. Evelyn. Yeah. Let me tell like you, Evelyn. if you don't if you don't see a toddler like a two or three year old little girl named Evelyn, it's adorable. Yeah, yeah. that's really sweet. Night call before her, Christmas, you call her Christmas Eve. Evie. Pretty cute. Oh. Oh. Evie, Eve, yeah. Evie, Lynn, oh. Eva. <laughs> forever, <laughs> ever. <laughs> the top Evelyn. ten list for boys last year, starting at number one. Rocky. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Liam, number two, Noah. Number three, Oliver. Four, James. Five, Elijah. Oliver's funny if the last name is Closeoff. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oliver Closeoff? Yeah, yeah. That's a funny name. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> William, six. Henry, seven. Lucas, eight. Benjamin, nine. And Theodore, ten. William is sixth? I thought Henry would be the eighth. <laughs> no, of course. Hey, hang, hang on a second. Shut up, Pat. <laughs> and Theodore's back up there. Yeah. Teddy. That's Theodore. a surprise. Names like Dutton, Casey, and Chosen are on the rise for boys. Chosen. Dutton. Chosen. I thought you were going to say Dutch. No, Dutton. Dutton. I like Dutch. Hey, Dutch. Dutton and Casey are from Yellowstone. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. I got you. Yeah. What about and Chosen? I don't know where Chosen's from. What about Chode? Is Chode like on the list? Chode yeah. on the list. Somebody who's it? wider than he is tall. You know, mm-hmm. Chode. <laughs> Ren Lee, Nariah, and Arlet are growing more popular for girls. Arlet, handy if you're writing a poem and she's a whore. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> Did you I say Arlet? She, she likes red. A-R-L-E-T. No, what's Ren, Ren Lee? Ren Lee, W-R-E-N-L-E-E. One word, Ren Lee. Ren Lee. Ren Lee. These are my daughters, Ren Lee and Arlet. And Chosen. Really? This is my son chosen. Yeah, uh, I was going to say, I need to leave now. (sighs) Wouldn't it be ironic if chosen became a bisexual? They can't choose. uh, They can't decide. Because being bisexual is a choice. (laughs) It's a decision. (laughs) That's right. Let me ask you something. Now that we're out here in these waters, (laughs) what do you think? What is the end game for you on this? I mean, you're, oh, he's so adorable. He's uh, drawing my attention to these problems. Or you think, I'm going to kill that guy. Which one do you think it is? Well, now that we know that you think bisexuality is a problem, (laughs) I uh, I never said said that well it sort of sounded think, that way and I, I think you are a problem <laughs> well there's no denying that <sighs> well, that was fun it's nice that the social security administration releases these names now because that's the only thing that these kids are ever going to get from social security <laughs> yeah, exactly. because there won't be any money left yeah, a, by the time they turn to 65 or whatever it is <laughs> right, right. hi everybody it's christy lee happy thanksgiving Thanks for listening this morning. There's more coming up. This is the best of the Bob and Tom Show. Hello, Chick McGee speaking. Happy Thanksgiving. And thanks for listening to the best of the Bob and Tom Show. I'm currently not available. Christy, do you have any paper towels? Oh, he spilled. How many times do you uh, spill things uh, in a week? Uh, at least once a week. So a many spiller. that we have a whole roll of paper yeah. towels right next right. to it. A spiller, my gosh. A bit of uh, iced tea. Did uh, you get your keyboard? I was No, it didn't hit the keyboard. I was just icing my tea. <laughs> Did you... Uh, icing your tea? Ice. What? <laughs> he, poured, he, poured, uh, he brings ice in from another uh, room. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. pours it into uh, Tell cold. me, is your tea properly iced? Iced. Uh, look. Uh, Don't you like ice in your iced tea? Love it. I want you back in the coffee. We all got free coffee. Yeah, what happened to that? <laughs> Coffee and I are having a trial separation. Nice. Well, it's not working. Uh, it's, it's tough, but I'm doing it. 
Now, put, did you uh, over you there? You put eight packets of equal in your iced tea? It's not Maybe. the coffee, it's the equal. Yeah. No, it's the and coffee. the caffeine. It's the equal. Uh, uh, you need to keep that on? equal separate. I've got my from your coffee. <laughs> I keep my equal separate because I like it separate and equal. <laughs> we we know. Wow, <laughs> this could be the most dangerous conversation. We've had. Well, I forgot that no one can take a joke anymore. <laughs> did you spill your tea or did you spill the wine? Take that girl. Take that girl. Spill the wine. Take that girl. I love the. That's one of my favorite songs. It breaks all my rules. It does. It yeah, talks. The, the spoken it talks part. At yeah. the end. Yeah. Uh, at, at the, the beginning, start, yeah. But they, but he goes, I was walking one day. <laughs> I love that. I, I, love I, think, I think he was so high when he did that. You and think? he's got the great band War behind him, Eric. Yeah, how did that song happen? Here we go. So cool. So that I was once out strolling one very hot summer's day. <laughs> When I thought I'd lay myself down to rest tired. in a big field of tall grass. You know, this is a drunk at 1 p.m. on a Saturday. Sun, <laughs> I think it was probably recorded higher than hell at 3 a.m. <laughs> yeah. in Los Angeles. Eric Burden in the end. I love that. I'm a big Eric Burden fan. That yeah, gets played on the dock a lot. I, I am too, man. The I animals. Passed. Uh, you're not a fan? I like war. That's why I like that song, but I don't I like the chorus, though. I like war. My rule is if I can sing as well as they can, I, don't, I probably don't like it. You think you can sing as well as they can? Spill the wine. Yeah. That's it right there? Yeah. yeah. Well, I, think I, I clammed it up a little bit, but yeah. yeah. yeah a couple of off-pitch. <laughs> I don't want to talk oh, about it. Geez. Christy, what are you doing? I don't want to oh, talk about it. Hey, leave me alone. <laughs> it's my special time. What's happening over there? <laughs> Christy's got a sex toy out. No, he's, uh, he's chick shaving is, his sweater. He's dill de-pilling his sweater. This changed my life. <laughs> my, what does clo- it make? my clothes shaver? Yeah. It, that it, it, it takes the uh, pilling off your sweater and it holds it in oh. here and then you throw it away. Right. I thought you were pro-pill. I understand you can get the pill now without a prescription. All oh, okay. We've had enough. Okay. Christy, for God's sake, could we have anything else in the news? Well, that removes skin tags, Chick. Ooh. Hey, a so-called unethical life hack has sparked an online debate about whether to push or rather to punish rather airline passengers who recline their seats on flights. They should be punished, yes. Yep. The TikTok user recently posted a video about retaliating against passengers who fully recline their plane seats. Okay. The user writes, quote, when you're on a flight and the person in front of you reclines their seat all the way and leaves you no room, uh-huh. turn on the air conditioner above you on full blast and point it at the top of their head. Brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> In the clip's comments, TikTok users argued whether the life hack was genius or cruel. Hmm. One user wrote, quote, unethical. I think this is completely reasonable. While another uh, said, if my seat reclines, I'm reclining all the way back every time. Nope, that's the Chick McGee argument. argument. Yes. Yep. If it reclines, recline. No. One user argued the seats are so uncomfortable, everyone should collectively recline but others said plane sheet seats should not recline at all <laughs> i said sheets when you're oh, sh- you? <laughs> I, here's the thing i never recline my seat i can understand why they can't retrofit the plane so they won't be able to recline mm-hmm. but why don't they just make an announcement ladies and gentlemen please 
don't anyone recline your seats. Thank you for cooperating. Because these days That's you're going to have one guy stand up and start screaming about socialism well, and attacking people. Uh, well, and then, then uh, the, other, the, the other passengers are waiting for this. They want to wrestle somebody to the ground. So we take care of him, then we go about our day. Mm-hmm. But as long as it can recline, and they don't make an announcement that I can't recline it, yeah. I am going to recline. Okay. No. What do you think of that? Because uh, I'm most often in first class. Well, well, well. I never really? do it. I did it once uh, on accident, and I apologize profusely oh, to the lady behind me. It was an accident. I don't know. I don't want to get into. I, I don't want to. I'm setting myself works. up here, but did my. The, did the, <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Did the tray crush her <laughs> larynx? As you saying the the side of my body may have hit the button and I oh. leaned back. <laughs> and you didn't notice it? And I, I didn't. I did not know that it was. Mm-hmm. And uh, when I got up, I saw that it was like, oh, I go, ma'am, I am so sorry. Are you familiar with what they call the elephant belt? I oh. am, yes. Now, they don't call it that publicly. No. No, no they don't. And I've never, I don't have to use that. I believe it's the extender. Yes. Yeah. I'm, I'm not, I'm not, there's, there have been times in my life where I haven't been too far from it. <laughs> but I, I too have I have really like at, at a time in my life strained. To get <laughs> yeah, yes. The last yeah. thing I'm using is the extender. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. 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 Well, I, I, are the newer planes? Do they still put in the seats yes. that go back? I I, I do not so, know yeah. the answer to that. I, I mean, I was on do. a pretty new one the other last time I flew, and it still did that. So you know, experts say you don't want a new plane. They say you want one that's been around for a little bit. <laughs> Because uh, anything that's gone wrong has already, and they've fixed it. That's what that's what they say. All right. They say if you if you're getting on a new well, plane, you should be well, more. I didn't really have a choice about, about cars as well. You oh, know, you don't want the first year. Right. First year because they got to get the bugs out. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. Um, now uh, we have uh, coming up uh, in the sadly. If I ever lose this gig, I can't go back to my old one because I'm being replaced by AI. What was your old one? Welcome to uh, Arby's. May I take your order, please? No. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, That's right. Yeah. Yeah, of course this is what's going to happen. Hardee's and Carl's Jr. will be partnering with AI companies to automate their drive-thrus. The chain's parent company is collaborating with these several AI companies to automate voice ordering at select locations. The next generations are going to have zero work ethic. The move is meant to boost accuracy, speed, and revenue, Josh. Yep, welcome to Arby's. Mm. I can see you on the camera. Not that way anymore. Hey, Tubby, would you like a shake? I'm guessing. Oh, my gosh. I'm guessing. (laughs) This is Based on your size and body shape. <laughs> to help fast food chains manage staffing shortages. But I, I know that the initial, work. now the initial, without almost without exception, yes. the initial greeting is a recording. Right. Right. You're and right. They, right. And then they take over. Yeah. 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 So yeah. this is going to get rid of the... Even that. The yeah. AI can take your order. Wow. Yes. That's, in, that's interesting. I, I mean, that's that's it's bad. fascinating. Why do you think it's bad? Because the, the whole... The, these are jobs for 16-year-olds to learn and sure, to I, gain oh, work that, ethic. But I'm just yeah. saying if, if this is more efficient, then they can get jobs. You know what? They're, but they're not going the to. That's the whole thing. If I cannot be stupid and silly for one second, this is what's hurting uh, the broadcasting uh, industry in our country. Yep. There's, there's nowhere for little baby DJs to be bad and awful. Right. right. Sure there is. Have you no. ever heard this show? No. Well, you know what? Yeah, but we don't hire a little bit. We're certainly the exception. I mean, there's no uh, little baby. Uh, there's no radio. I like. Yeah, I like yeah. the fact that the AI computer can see into the car and it could do stuff like. 
Uh-huh. And if you don't get three orders of fries, I'm going to disable your collision avoidance system. <laughs> oh, terrific. So your contention is the AI of the fast food place will be talking to the AI of your car. Is That's that right? right? Oh, my they're goodness. Gonna, they're going to get together. They're going to flirt. You may want to put the seat back, El Gordo. Oh, my God. That means the fat. Yeah. So, so not only does he hate fat people, the artificial so, intelligence. Yes. He's projecting his no, hatred. I'm, I'm not to, think I'm disliking anyone of their Is that right? I'm just that saying right? that you don't want to be judged by an AI computer. Um, well, no. No, we don't. And uh, someone's going to have to fix those, Josh. See, that'll be the thing. And it'll be a, probably a nice, pleasant voice. No, but it's the same thing in the fact there's nowhere for a fast food employee. I mean, a few. how many stories have we heard that like the president of the United States, he's working at McDonald's sure. or whatever? Exactly. It's important. I mean, there's a lot of people work. There's still plenty people. of people working there. All right. Come well, we're talking down. to a guy who's never made his children work a day in the We talk to normal Americans. It's an old Steve Martin joke. You know, I, I taught my kids how to make a million dollars. I looked at him and I said, look, here's a million dollars. Now, you... Happy Thanksgiving. There's more of the best of the Bob and Tom show coming up. Hello, Chick McGee speaking. Happy Thanksgiving. Apparently, this is the best we could come up with. Okay. This is the best of the Bob and Tom show. There's Pat Godwin in the performance room. Hello. A room. There's Josh Arnold. He's got a nice room, doesn't he? Yeah, lovely room. Uh, Josh Arnold at the I Hate Steven Singer sidekick chair. Sidekick uh, extraordinaire. Oh, well, thank you. There's Ace Cosby. Hey. There's Willie Griswold. Oh. Chick McGee, and here's Tom. Thank you very much. Let's see, you know, we got a lot to get to today. Uh, but uh, I think we'll start with a, a little bit of uh, music. All right. Uh, yeah. Pat, what do you feel like playing? You want to uh, entertain us? With you have a, <laughs> a, a 98.6 uh, equivalent over entertain there? Entertain us, Pat. Yeah, just not. whip something up. <laughs> I have a road trip with my son's song or Dog Pound Blues. Uh, you guys could choose which. Well, you I'll tell you what, we have a, a sweet dog story. Okay. Uh, did I print the dog story for you, Christy? It's well, you doing Dog Pound Blues is up on social. I was just watching it. Let's not do that one. All right. <laughs> I knew it would mess him up. Uh, he, he said confidently, "Well, I tell you what, we've got a dog story coming up." Well, I, 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 well why don't we save the sto- that song for the dog story and let him do the road trip song? Because Tom wants to do the dog story. I Chick, got the dog story. No. Chick, watch this. Watch this. Let me explain to you how social media works. <laughs> uh, um, I don't care. What would you like to do, Pat? I'll do road trip with my son then. Here we go. Took my son on many trips. Cars, planes, and big old ships. I want him to see the sights. They're really cool. He saw the Smithsonian. Stood and stared. And Mount Rushmore, where I thought he cared. He said, Dad, does the hotel have a pool? (laughs) Does our floor have drinks and snacks? These are the questions that he asks. Can I connect my iPad to the TV's HDMI? I said, son, you're off from school. Let's be tourists and not be fools. He says, dad, does the hotel have a pool? (laughs) I took my boy to Mexico. On the plane and away we go. We're going deep sea fishing where the bass are so much larger. 
I'm trying to spend some quality time And the ocean water is so sublime He said, Dad, I lost my iPad charger (laughs) (laughs) My device is almost dead These are the things that my son said I want to play Minecraft in the room here all alone I said, son, don't be a tool He said, Dad, don't be so cruel And by the way, just the hotel Does the hotel have a pool? Answer me. I said, yes, the hotel by the ocean had a pool. (laughs) Very nice. Wow, you know, that's so so true. (laughs) That was true even uh, uh, pre-iPad. When I was a little boy, that was the only thing I cared about. Yep, does the hotel have a pool? Oh, God, it would be the best. (laughs) And then you'd go to the pool all day. Day long. And then they became indoor pools, which just changed everything. Wow, that's a yeah. great song, Pat. Very Thanks, good. Son. All true. All true. Mm-hmm. Um, Does yeah. some of those uh, uh, romantic honeymoon hotels, do they have in, in room pools there in Poconos and they stuff do. like that? They do. Real tiny ones. They were, they were great. Uh, no, they have champagne. I've glasses, never been to remember? one, but I remember <laughs> you, you were playing a gig at one. Yeah, in the Poconos. Yeah, and I remember I, I called you up and you said you were. About to take a bath by yourself in a heart-shaped pool. <laughs> don't get a razor out. You don't want to do the the Godfather thing. The mirrors in the ceiling, the hot tub, and the pool. Wow. I, I have never, I have never been to one of those places. Oh, they're very, very... I, I, I don't... I don't doubt that. <laughs> they're very depressing. <laughs> to a love resort there, Pop? What? Yeah. Concentrate on one particular person and talk about our feelings? I don't think so. No, no, no. I mean, I, let me rephrase it. I've, I I would love to go to the Poconos. I mean, the, the classic uh, com- uh, days of the comedy clubs up there. But I mean... I've never gone to one of those places. They have them in regular cities. The uh, why does calling it a little the heart shaped bathtub and why, the... why didn't anybody call them the pokes? Can we get that started? The pokes. Why don't you get that for no, Kelly for Valentine's okay. Day? Say I'm going to take you away, honey. But he doesn't want to go on the romance. He wants to go on the Henny Youngman tour. Yeah. He oh, wants yeah. to go look at all the weird stages. Honey, now see Cat that skills. man. You see that man over there sitting stage side? That's Henny Youngman's assistant <laughs> to the to one of his main riders. He's going to have dinner with us later. Excited? Oh, look at that. Wow, it's a frame Mort Saul newspaper. Yeah, there it is. During dinner, Tom gets down on one knee. She goes, oh, my gosh. She goes, I know this floor was touched by Shecky Green. Oh, my God. I love that. These are all the places I, I used to work at. I, can, I, I remember the, the, first time I, the first time I saw a comedian, I was... Um, I, I probably shouldn't say the guy's name. I'm sure he's still around. It was a friend of mine's party when he was um, uh, what a bit would have been, I guess, eighth grade. We went to this place called the Executive Club. Oh, for eighth was, graders, he was. It was remember it was how a, he was raised? It was a party. What a bunch of snots you <laughs> so were. So we got there. No, no, that was the name of the the the, uh, the building. It was the right. Executive Club, right. and it was really kind of a. <laughs> low rent it was just basically a but anyway there was a there's some hey there's a comedian over there it was, it was like Freddie Roman or something and they, like that. yeah and they they'd hired a comedian for the parents ah um but uh, we do you remember his name no but it was something like you know, Mickey you know whatever Freddie Roman or you like know Mickey Klein or something one of those guys <laughs> but I remember walking you walk up they go walk up to him and say hey and okay so I'm gonna go. Hey, and he goes. I hear straw is cheaper. <laughs> Immediately, that was you read that right Delivered. out of the box. Yes, yeah. Well, well, that you explains do. a lot. Like Mickey Martin or Mickey, one of those guys. He was good. Whoever he was, but and the, the family they'd hired this guy. He was one of those Catskills. Yeah, 
you've got to love those guys. I bet he killed. Man. I wish I wish they'd let the kids watch the show. Yeah. Uh, but uh, that, that was a... Uh, Instead, you had a party band from Chicago. <laughs> I, I don't know. Probably some probably some party band. who I don't remember that part of it. Uh, now, um, we have to move forward Surprised here. Surprised it wasn't Gary Lewis and the Playboys. <laughs> <laughs> right? I did see... God. Um, I did see Gary Lewis and the Playboys once. They they were already on the oldies tour by this time. It was, you know, Gary was, I think, pushing 50 at the time. <laughs> How did he not do a song called Hey Lady? How did he not <laughs> at the, uh, exactly. do the Hey Lady in the middle huge. of it? Yeah, it he and, been, he and his amazing. dad, Jerry, didn't get along that well. But I, I loved the song, This Diamond Ring. That's a, is that that a is Leon, a great is that a Leon song. Russell tune, I think. I don't maybe. know, but that's a great song. <laughs> it is a good that song. That is a good song. Uh, but, uh, and I, he may still be out there. The night I, I'm not trying to be mean here. The night I saw him, he was not on, really on target, I guess, if you. Everybody has a rough night, man. Sure, everybody does. So, uh, Remember when he and Dean Martin's son finally reconciled at that telethon? That was really something. <laughs> Sang together. James Martin and uh, Gary Lewis. <laughs> um, Were you watching live when Dean and Jerry, when Dean came you out? You know what? No, I missed that. Uh, I watched the telethon religiously. Like every, I tried to watch every minute of it. Yeah, I was really fascinated by live TV in my life at that point, and I I missed it coming out. <laughs> I've seen it since. But sure, yeah, sure. But. No, here's the here's the tune. <laughs> Get the idea, but uh, but uh, but I uh, I went to see Gary Lewis in the play. <laughs> hey, Al Cooper hey, wrote that. Al Cooper. Oh, Al Cooper wrote it. Yeah, yeah. I, knew, I knew it was one of those one of those guys. But uh, yeah, um, and I, I know Leon Leon Russell played in a lot of those sessions for those those bands back in the day. Uh, now we um, have to move forward into the world of sports with Chick McGee. Uh, Super Bowl 57 coming up, uh, let's see, a week from this coming Sunday in beautiful Glendale, Arizona at the State Farm Stadium. Uh, We have this from a gentleman named Ron. He says, eight years ago, I moved from Northeast Ohio to Phoenix, Arizona, or possibly Pahonix. I'm not real sure. Mm -hmm. My love for Cleveland sports teams has long faded, but I've certainly not embraced the teams here in Phoenix either. And this year... The uh, the team was not very good. At State Farm Stadium this season, Super Bowl 57, the Arizona Cardinals went 1-7 and seven at home. One of their losses was against the Eagles. One of their other losses was against the Chiefs. You know what that means. That's right. Whoever wins Super Bowl 57 will have more wins at State Farm Stadium this season than the Arizona Cardinals. <laughs> yeah, it's a good math That's, problem. I think home legally, team. Yeah. it should be their stadium from now on after this. Absolutely. They should be able to own it. One, one of them will be 2-0, and oh, and Arizona's 1-7. <laughs> and and, well, uh, here's a question for you. Since they're playing oh, at the State Farm Stadium, God, here we go. do they allow commercials during the Super Bowl for Liberty Mutual or Progressive or... Yes, I would think that the naming of the stadium rights have nothing to do, to do with, do with television. The, the yeah. me- mega million dollar one. That, that, would, that sounds like a question that someone asks who, who doesn't understand money. I <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, we would like to advertise, but it's their stadium, so let's not. I mean, it's a Super Bowl. <laughs> let's just not. A gentleman's agreement, right? If it's ever at Lemu Stadium, Lincoln Mutual. <laughs> <laughs> 
And Mrs. Emu is my favorite. They'd have to have television one. spokesperson. They're all, I, I think the best commercials on TV are the insurance companies. I know, Progressive and the, the guy with the emu. And, the emu thing kills me. Yeah. And uh, But what's better than the uh, training you not to be like your parents commercials? Oh. I think we oh, get five or so six good. email a day asking if Willie's going to take that course as soon as he can. Or, <laughs> <laughs> so he it's, it's too real for me. Yeah, I'm already turning into him. I can't stand oh, it. You're too young. Don't let that happen. You guys think that I'm mean to him. I'm not mean. I'm just no, no. afraid of what <laughs> I'm turning into. <laughs> My favorite moments are the moments that you're doing it and you have no idea. Like you'll come in with six cups from Starbucks. <laughs> yeah. Remember when I got mad because the guy gave me a larger coffee to yeah. be nice to me? Yeah. And I go, I know you're trying to be nice, but really the ratio's off. I prefer the coffee I, I ordered. Oh, no, it's yeah. that, that is so Griswold. Yeah, that was a bad so day for me. Yeah, that's, that's training. That comes with training. training. Unbelievable. He's that, very proud. Not just any kid can do that. No, no you're right. Yeah. Okay, now that, that oh, well. causes, uh, Raising a team of neurotic weirdos. <laughs> Happy Thanksgiving. More of the best of the Bob and Tom show is coming up. Happy Thanksgiving. This is the best of the Bob and Tom Show. I am a turkey bird. I live a turkey life. I got me 13 turkey kids and a little turkey wife. <laughs> I got a lot of corn and wander around the pen. Have a drink of water, then I have some corn again. <laughs> a feather sticking out. Pecking on the ground Come on, check me out I'm strutting all around Dangly noodle hang thing Growing off my face Looking good, only thing to say is My big brother Jake He always was the smarty He heard that November ends We're going to a party Going to a party A red pop-up thermom <laughs> Had a little dream All the good china You know I like cranberries Lighting the candles Pass me the rutabaga Any corn left Getting kind of sleepy Too, too much, boy, I'm stuffed <laughs> I am a turkey bird <laughs> we're talking about uh, whale meat yes we were in japan that's now in vending machines mm-hmm. and uh yeah mm, I, it's really something i don't I mean it's just different cultures they eat different things and i'm just sort of disturbing that uh you know it's all packaged up and you don't realize it's a whale got this from uh bennett he writes i ate whale meat this gets funnier. <laughs> With a teriyaki marinade. <laughs> so now we're getting variations. Oh, on wow. Huh. Uh, I was in Iceland several years ago. It's red meat. It tastes similar to steak. It was fantastic. No kidding. Really? However. Blubber. Hmm. Is the blubber, blubber the problem? Blubber. Ben, Bennett writes, I got a case of the runs afterward unmatched oh. in my 37 years of existence. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> You wouldn't expect that from Iceland. I mean, usually you associate 
bad cases of the runs, typically with you know that Mexican vacation. And, I've never oh, heard, old amount of Zuma. I don't think I've ever heard the term runs used publicly. <laughs> <laughs> Got the runs? No, the no, runs. And no. in, in your home, maybe, but not in, with. with <laughs> it's certainly not uh, a topic a, for a polite society. Radio it? show. Yeah. I'm just when's reading the, the mail. Here. When's the last time you had the runs, Tom? Oh God! Get the um, runs there. You know, you really hose down I, the bowl. I, I oh, I just come destroyed on! It. Yeah. Just destroyed it. I'm not gonna. Just a rusty power washer. Yeah, oh. feels no, like a number it, one. It just—it sounded like you were literally shooting a hose into the. It was just the worst. At one point, oh, you Jesus. didn't know if it was gonna stop. No, yeah. that's no, the thing. But, you think this is not possible? Yeah. Okay. In any event, uh, so I guess there's a good one. one more reason not to eat whale meat. Thank you for taking the time to write, Bennett. We certainly appreciate your listening and, uh, and corresponding with us. Have another unusual request. I'm not sure we can play this anymore, but um, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, Mr. Lamb, we are... Uh, he would like to hear Michael Richards at the conference. <laughs> <laughs> Exclusive clip. <laughs> I, yeah. uh, Christy Lee, what else have you got over there? Police in Washington State say they found a suspected burglar fully clothed in a bathtub filled with water. Wait, wait a minute. Did I misunderstand? Did you were were you going to play something and you just went to Christy for news? No, I say we have a request for something, but it's kind yeah, of obscure, boy. and I'm not sure it's really something we can. <laughs> so why would you even mention it? Thank you. Stalling, Christy. I'm mm. trying to fill Stalling here. Stalling for what? I'm trying to find something over here that I've got. Well, I would like to hear about this wet bird. A wet uh, bandit. Thank you. If you will. According wet. to Seattle police, a woman returned to her home Friday night to find a window smashed and an unknown man inside the house. Hey, how you doing? Responding officers instructed anyone inside to come out. When they got no reply, they went to search the home and found a suspect in the bathroom. Police said, quote, the man was clothed but very wet and the bathtub was full of water. Huh. The 27-year-old <laughs> was arrested for residential residential burglary. He offered no expl- explanation as to why he was in the bathtub. Well, obviously he needed a bath. Clothed. Well, maybe he's trying to wash his clothes at the same time. Double yeah. duty. Like I said, my new, sh- my new TV show, Bath Salts or Meth. Oh. He could have been breaking his jeans in. Check sure. you ever get a pair of the nice raw denim jeans? They make you get in the tub. Them. Sure. So it fits to all your crevices. That's mm-hmm. right. I didn't know that was a technique. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Are you going to get into that, Josh? I can't imagine you sitting at home alone <laughs> trying to break your jeans in. <laughs> Sounds <laughs> awful. Wet <laughs> jeans? How do you get them out? Off? Once you got them on. I think you have to, you get them wet and then you stand around, you kind of walk around in them a little bit. That, that sounds terrible. That way there's little rivets by mm-hmm. the back of your knees and any place you're going to be bending in them. That does sound horrible. Mm-hmm. You're chafing. And you're, and you're dripping <laughs> water so, 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 all over your house. Yeah, I'm, I'm reading the story. This guy's in the bathtub, fully clothed, doesn't resist arrest. Oh, all right, you got me. Yeah, hey, look. Yeah. I knew, you know, I said to myself, should I stop and take a bath? Or should I escape? <laughs> I went with the wrong one, officer. Yeah, go ahead. This I'll reminds come. me of this. This would be what's that show where they where they they have the the who? Um, CSI. CSI. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, the guy would say, "What's that one show where <laughs> we you have the who? <laughs> it's some dumb cop we're show. Supposed, we're supposed to come up with the name, and you did. CSI. I got it. To be fair, I did okay. get it. Good so, Lord, a, he didn't resist arrest. The only thing running." was the water. (laughs) (laughs) What a great song. Thank you very much, Pete. Pete and Roger. 
Um, well, what an idiot. Why He's got to be completely high or yeah, something. Yeah, what's going on there? I don't know. I, um, mm. Did you ever take a bath with your clothes on, Christy? No. That's ridiculous. You ever take a bath with someone else? Yes. Were you ever lying in a bathtub uh-huh. on naturel? Yeah. And a guy walked in fully clothed and got in with you because it was so hot? No. <laughs> no. How about this weekend? Ask your man if he'll do that. <laughs> He can take his shoes off if they're nice. Thank you. I don't want. Why would you do that? Because the the idea there, Christy, is it's a romantic situation which you are so hot. This guy can't even take the time to disrobe. Yeah, but wouldn't you want to disrobe because it's so hot? Yeah, thank you, Willie. Well, I think Willie. uh, Yeah, that would be logical. (laughs) But the the whole point is the the hotness. He can't stand it. Yes, the, the 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 hotness of the situation. Precludes one from thinking. George clearly. Clooney and Jennifer Lopez in the movie Out of Sight do oh, that. They, yeah, is, that's, that's true. That's as sexy a scene <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. ever. Right. Is, she, is she naked or is, are they? I don't remember. I don't know if any, either of them are. I don't remember. But one is definitely fully clothed. And it's hot. This, are they in the shower? No, they're in the bathtub. So, oh, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> no, they're in the bathtub. Yeah, yeah. So this you guy, learn about displacement when you do something like that, don't you? Yeah, yes. yeah. Archimedes taught us that. Mm. Oh, I have a nice bath pillow though, brand new. Oh, it's nice. A bath, a bath pillow. pillow. Yeah, oh, I'm lost. What? A bath pillow? You put it on the back of your tub, so when you're taking a bath, you lay down. You have a place to put your head, and mine goes all the way down to that middle of my back, so it contours. Oh, it's so nice. That sounds better than the last thing I bought for my bath. What was that? Oh, the new bath toaster. <laughs> You can all use it once. Yeah. You want to take a bath in the morning and a nice slice of toast. Exactly. Yeah. Crisp rye. You better get those special circuits. Maybe, maybe avocado. GFI. Toast. What is that? Yeah, GFI circuits. So this guy breaks into the house, fully clothed, get, draws himself a bath. Apparently. Sitting in the water in the bathtub, fully clothed. Right. So strange. So the first thing he stole was just a random bottle of pills. Hmm. I like to think <laughs> must be ambient or LSD. He's it? hiding in the bath, and he goes, "Oh no! If they open the curtain, they can find me. But if I put water in here, I'll just hide <laughs> under that." <laughs> I hope that's what his logic was. Uh-huh. <laughs> a financial advice website is offering to pay a couple one thousand dollars to assemble IKEA furniture together. Oh. Finance Buzz said it's searching for an IKEA DIY duo willing to put their relationship to the test this Valentine season by building an entire IKEA bedroom set together and documenting the experience. The company says it hopes to use the market research to determine whether or not shoppers are getting their money's worth by DIYing their own self-assembly furniture. Well, Sven, go ahead and open the door. Let's see how the couple dip. Well, they're both dead. (laughs) The lucky couple will receive $1,000 for the work, as well as a $1,000 IKEA gift card to cover their purchases. Uh, Applications are found on Finance Buzz's website and will be accepted through Valentine's Day. Give them $2,000 if they don't cuss. Oh, that yeah. doesn't seem like enough, does it? A thousand no, bucks? Doesn't. No. But they get to keep the furniture, presumably. No, but they have to buy the. I, yeah, they're that's not the giving weird part. them the oh, furniture. Yeah. yeah, you have to not only buy the furniture. Well, IKEA has to make a dollar, too. Come on. <laughs> you ever put an IKEA bed together? Sure. Oh, man. Pat, what do you have to say about it? Maybe with your guitar. Well, you know, Ja Josh. Ja Ja? I once, I once tried IKEA. Or should I say, Ikea tried me. (laughs) 
did the best that I could. Is it any good? Scandinavian wood. <laughs> Put it together yourself. This goes here, that goes there. I'm finally done, and what I have is a three legged chair. <laughs> I looked at my desk, it was a mess, I must confess. So I lit a fire, it burns real good, Scandinavian wood. <laughs> oh, nice. Thank you very much, Pat. Now, um, Christy, you were saying earlier when you uh, get stuff you have to put together, it always comes with random Allen wrenches. Yes. And, and you then, save all those? Well, yeah. And here's the problem. Now I have an issue and I needed to tighten something and I can't okay. find the here's Allen wrench that goes with that particular have, product. For example, in your kitchen, your garbage disposal probably has a special Allen wrench. Oh, I have like no a key idea. Goes, the in the, the, goes in the bottom and you spin it when it gets caught. I have no idea where that is. Well, you're supposed to take it. And it has a little rubber pouch, and you duct tape that to the side of the of the cabinet. Inside. Well, but you got to find it first. I don't right? think I have one of those. Yeah, your garbage disposal has a. Most of them do. So when it gets jammed up, <laughs> you're supposed to unplug it, obviously, and then you put this thing in there and. I and typically do that, right? R- r- rub it around. But if I put a, the other piece of furniture that has an Allen wrench, I tape it to the bottom or the back. Do you really? Yeah. Well, you're more organized than me. Congratulations. Yeah. I am a, a much better person. Yes, you are. Smart in every way. Resourceful. And <laughs> you don't have a you don't yeah. have a, a pillow for your bathtub, do you? I don't. I don't. Oh, you'd uh, love it. I. It's. I know I would. <laughs> <laughs> do you take baths at your house? No, no, I don't. I'm the perfect size, though. I mean, I'm. I you fit are small. Perfectly in the. I have a nice garden tub thingy. And, oh, it's perfect. Do you have candles lit and stuff? No, I could. It is hard to beat a shower, though. Yeah, yeah I know. Yep. It. Yep. Oh, but not for relaxing nice, hot and bubbles. And what about you do the bath, but you hop in the shower before the bath. That way you're not, you know, laying in your filth. It, 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 it's clean, the whole experience. Have you ever done this? Because it's a jacuzzi tub. You put the bubbles in and you forget that it, and you turn the jacuzzi on, and then all of a sudden the bubbles, they take over. It's like, they a, th- like, it's like a Three Stooges like, movie? <laughs> it's like a Three Stooges movie. You know what yeah. I've always wanted to see? Remember all those old movies? They'd always be at a gym. And they'd always they'd be, they'd run by some guy that was he was in it looked like he was in a in a clothes dryer with his head sticking up <laughs> right, right. someone would always take a broom and stick it in the handle <laughs> yes. and then they'd run by a few minutes later and the guy would have shrunk <laughs> right what a great guy. those weird steamers do they still have those things the personal those, steamer the sauna I thing I don't know hmm. chick you'll like this maybe. The candle holders around my bathtub, I actually received from you as a wedding gift from one of your previous administrations when I got married to one of my previous administrations. Isn't that nice? Holy cow. Yeah. They're very, very painful to look at. (laughs) No, they're they're very nice. The candles are still on them, too. I've never burned them. Yeah, I I remember buying those. uh, Christy, once again... um, for your, garbage, you for your garbage disposal, I'm totally serious. Well, I bought, you, you know, under, my house look, is way used. So look underneath knows? your sink. There's probably a little rubber. Ladies and gentlemen, this is what it's like to have a conversation <laughs> with Tom. <laughs> mm-hmm. Now, Christy it's, lives in the house. Yeah. 
has access to the house. Right. <laughs> you know where the sink is. You sure. know where your garbage disposal yes. is. Yeah, your contention is that you don't have one of the keys to, to help you. I'm sure your, it's there somewhere. Gar- never uh, uh, you oh. don't have one. When it's installed. Now, now the- Tom's assertion is that, yes, you do. <laughs> you just don't know where to look. Yeah. Look under your sink. It's probably under there. It's, pro- it's there. Okay. Right. Now that's called a, uh, a Peter Allen wrench because oh. it can go either way. Yeah. <laughs> oh. now, for the, that was a long way to go. <laughs> but for the thirteen people who got it, well worth. It. Oh, man. Oh, man. Hey, Peter when Allen. my baby smiles at me, I go to Rio. De Janeiro. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Voting is now open for the Minnesota Department of Transportation's Name a Snowplow. Oh, they're letting Minnesotans vote now. What is the world coming to? NPR. reports that the department narrowed the list of suggestions to 60 contenders this year after receiving 10,000 submissions. I could have been a contender. You could have been. I could have been something, Charlie. Except what I am. She's a bomb. I'm just a bomb. Chick McGee, ladies and gentlemen. Not bad, buddy. Thank you. I just watched it. Thank you. Among this year's choices. We're on the waterfront, Tom. Uh, Very good, is that the Stella one? Me and no, what's no, her no, face? No, no. Yeah, yeah. Tell her it is. Yeah, she'll <laughs> she'll mention it at a dinner party. You know, Marlon Brando. Well, he, they're both Brando. That's Stella. True. He yells Stella and on the waterfront. Remember that, Josh? Which one oh, is yeah. that? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And he says, "I could have been a godfather." That's right. <laughs> <laughs> you come on my daughter's birthday. I could have been somebody, Sonny. Oh, sorry. Among the choices this year are bobsled Dylan. All right. So these are the snowplow in Minnesota. Bob Sled Dylan. Wait a minute. I can't come up with my own. I have to pick one they've come up with. Well, I only have one, two, three, four, five, six of the 60 that are available to be voted on. Okay. So these are the perhaps the most popular. Or the ones we've been selected to read. Mary Tyler Moore Snow. <laughs> I like that one. That's Mary funny. Tyler Moore Snow. Well, but also it's going to give well, you less snow because it's getting rid of the snow, so it doesn't even make sense. Remember, no, it's just no, tacked I, on. No, Do you remember? The, the Mary oh, Tyler I, Moore Show took place, took place in Minneapolis. In Minneapolis. Minneapolis. Yeah. Oh, so, so is it the Mary Tyler Moore Snow? It just says Mary Tyler Moore Snow. I don't, I don't like it. <laughs> how about, Keep going. Something's up. How about Blizzo? That's cool. I, I like don't that. get it. I don't like that. Like Lizzo. Like She's blizzard, trying to like Lizzo. Is, is Lizzo from Minnesota? I think so, yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. okay. I know there are new mans on the Minnesota Vikings. Han, oh, that's right. Oh, yeah. Han Snolo. The new man isn't the Minnesota Vikings. I'm sorry. Han Snolo. Okay. What was that from Star Trek? Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. Queen Elizabeth. El- Queen Elizabeth. That's what terrible. A nice, what a nice tribute. No a joke. Touching tribute. <laughs> I'm sure she's honored wherever she's she the is. same temperature right now. Uh, oh. Sleetwood Mac. I like Sleetwood Mac the best so far. It's good. Those are the only choices I have. Online voting runs through February 3rd with the top eight names going to plows in each of the Minnesota Department of Transportation's eight districts. I'm writing in Jeremy Renner. <laughs> What are you gonna do? <laughs> <laughs> oh God, um, he's how about, okay. How about right? Blade with Wesley Snipes? Blade, no. Yeah, he's no gonna Blade. be okay, but it's gonna take a long, long time. He's at home in Lake Tahoe now. Be none of his shirts fit. Now. He's a, he saved a, his nephew. He he's did a, save yeah. his nephew. Yeah, true hero. Yeah, he is a hero. Just his childlessly making jokes. Okay, <laughs> almost died. Okay. Oh, oh, I've got the whole list. Yeah, you got a lot over there. He's got the whole Pull list. list. In his hand, he got the holes. In his hand. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, 
I got I got carried away. Okay. Uh, so the, a lot of these are better than the top ten. A lot of these are better than, than the top ten. ten. A lot of these are better than the top ten. <laughs> Freeze Louise. <laughs> All right. Freeze Louise. I like that one. Okay. Um, Melton John. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Lala I like right. that one too. Kim Kardashian through the snow. <laughs> That's so clunky. <laughs> it might be my favorite. No, this is my favorite. Hippoplautimus. <laughs> no? Okay. Um, let's see. Oh, this is pretty good. A little bit dated. Uh, scoop. There it is. Remember Wolf there. Tag team back again. <laughs> Wolfgang Amadeus Snowzart. All right. Okay. Taylor Drift. <laughs> That's more contemporary. Hi, everybody. It's Christy Lee. Happy Thanksgiving. Thanks for listening this morning. More is on the way. This is the best of the Bob and Tom Show. Hey, good morning. It's Tom from the Bob and Tom Show. Happy Thanksgiving, and thanks for spending some time with us this morning. More on the way. This is the best of the Bob and Tom Show. There's Ace Cosby. Hey. There's Willie Griswold. Hey, man. I'm Chick McGee, and here's Tom Griswold. Thank you very much. Hello, Tom. Um, a couple quick things. We were just talking to Christy about yes. um, getting, a, getting a Valentine's Day present for your man. Mm-hmm. Uh, your boyfriend. Uh, have you got a card and yep. a gift? And the gift is a thing. Uh huh. It's not like a trip or an experience. It's it's a thing. But okay. is it like? And a, I have a card. A restaurant or something? Nope. No. No. Hmm. So it's something that is it something he can use repeatedly? No. Is it something Wait, you're going to insist no. he wears? Nope. Hmm. Do you ever okay. buy clothes? Would you guys, for him? he's listening. I just what? Do I buy clothes for him? Yes. Oh, I love that. I hate that. Don't you want to dress the way she wants you to dress? Exactly. No. Less, there's no pressure on you. You just put on what you... So last week... Oh, boy. <laughs> yes, Top of the shoes. Wait a minute. There's nothing you're going to say. We all know how you dress. And no, so last we all week, realize it must be changed. Last okay? week. Last week, Godwin was wearing these shoes. I don't, I'm not a shoe guy. And I've, I've got, like, I don't know, just a handful of pairs of shoes. I don't care about it. Right. And uh, whereas I have friends that you know have hundreds of pairs of shoes, and they they've got all kinds of um, not talking about me. I ain't no friend of his. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, my friend uh, P. Taz has shoes that oh, he, yeah. he leaves in the box and the whole thing, and they collect them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Pat had on these uh, these uh, shoes, and I don't, I don't particularly like wearing athletic shoes. But he had on these athletic shoes, and I know those are those, and they they slip on. You don't have to tie them exactly, <laughs> which is convenient at four in the morning when you're trying to get in here. So I went out and got a pair of those. Mm-hmm. Pulled them out of the box in front of Kelly, and immediately she goes, "You're not going to wear those, are you?" <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong? They're just like ordinary looking. They don't have. Lo- I don't like wearing logos. There's no logo on the logo. <laughs> so then last week I'm thinking, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna upgrade here. Okay. And Chick was wearing these really nice looking shoes. Right. And um, they're called like sanitation or yeah, sanitation worker. <laughs> yep. They're from Spain. Uh huh. That's right. What are they? What's the name of them? I'm I'm not helping you anymore. <laughs> Don't include me in your Mad Libs. <laughs> it's no. It, it has a weird. It is a Sartarian weird. Sartarian or that could be it. They sound Armenian. No Sartarian might have been it. <laughs> so I, I I got a pair on. What is it? Satorison. Satorison. Now, so one online. Please continue. One online. I uh, got a pair. Yeah. 
get back from our little vacation over the weekend. And they're there waiting for you. I pull them out, make the mistake of opening them in front of her. Oh, boy. And I get the, I said, how do you like these? And I get the blank stare. Hmm. So uh, I guess not much. She doesn't like them. And well, I said, I said, these are really cool chick who knows everything about shoes told me to get a pair of these. Maybe if you can't get no. something good for yourself, maybe you could get her something that she would like. Mm. You know, like a new pair of shoes or a younger boyfriend. <laughs> you know, <laughs> maybe there's something that she's yeah. really desiring. I it sounds I like just... the saint about the shoes. <laughs> so if the younger boyfriend is wearing these sanitation shoes, is she going to say to the guy, "He did"? And in a way, he did. You blame me for your shoes. Oh, yep. a chick told me to get a pair. <laughs> no, no, I didn't. You asked me what kind of shoes I was. You said those are nice. What kind of shoes I was wearing? I gave you the brand name. That's As all a matter I said. of fact, chick. You who did not want to give him the brand name. No, it was a, he had to pull teeth. In no, to, so you, you didn't want. Anything I'll try to. to do I'll it. try to wear them tomorrow. So I have a question. Yeah. So when you are with Kelly, right? And does she? And you're going out. You're you're going on a date. She dress you? No, but the the conversation usually goes like this. I walk in and she goes, "You're going to wear that." <laughs> well, but then it's I go back to you... well, you wear the same thing all the time, so I can't imagine. <laughs> Check. There's a lot. What if you came from? in one day and Kelly's got him in like an Ed Hardy T-shirt <laughs> and affliction jeans? No, 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 no. A nice Robert Graham, a you... nice Robert Graham shirt, skinny jeans. Ah. Well, you cut your socks first of all. <sighs> well, you can't see that. You dress like a wealthy hobo. <laughs> Tonight on Hobo with Money. So does she buy you clothes at all? Does she? On occasion, yeah. Oh. I, I have very specific taste. We I noticed. know, but when your lady buys you something, you wear it and you, you grin and bear it. Okay. You grin and wear it. All right, okay. Well, Tom, I, I have a question. Yeah. I, I uh, was recommending uh, something, uh, and you said, oh, I'd like to get those. And you went. I sent you a link to a website, and you ordered them, and apparently were defrauded money. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm wish. Has that been that. worked out? I'm working on it. Yeah. Okay, well, I oh apologize for that. Did you ever get those things? <laughs> yeah, and I didn't have any problem at all. So uh, I've, I've been feeling bad about this. Well, I, I will see. I I ordered five, <laughs> oh. and I, I they they're supposed to send me fifty. <laughs> <laughs> hey, they make great gifts. And then I wrote, I'm, "Yeah, you're up all about to get one." <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, literally, I, thought I, I said, no, no, I only wanted the five. And then I sent them a letter, and they sent back, oh, our, all of our uh, all of our people are off on vacation for the next two weeks, which sounded to me like fraud. So they sent you 50? Yeah. Supposedly. We'll see. They're on the way. So you you sure you didn't order 50? No, I went back and looked. No, okay. I ordered five. Okay. I looked and they them. charged you for 50? Oh, yeah. I noticed okay. that. All right. Anyway, well, they're, they're, it's a, they're small devices, so you may be getting peppered with them. <laughs> On a regular I, basis. I do apologize. I'm sorry. Okay, uh, we have Christy Lee at the Bob and Tom News Desk. Uh, uh, I, I, Chick, I think they're really cool-looking shoes. I'm going to wear them tomorrow. We'll take them. I was going to ask, did you wear them today? No, I don't have oh. time to... <laughs> To what? Time to, to what? what? What do you not have time for? Would well, you I, walk in here barefoot? I have to put the, <laughs> <laughs> I have to put the inserts in. I was very I busy forgot yesterday. my shoes again. <laughs> and again, I'm like not God living me. in my own house, so when I get up in the morning, the lights are all off, and I'm yeah. trying not to get the dogs awake. The usual. Was she chaos. aware that you were wearing her father's shoes last week? Yeah, I told her. Yeah, yeah. How'd that go over? Fine. I mean, I had no choice. <laughs> Those shoes were actually cool. Yeah, I got to look up what kind they are. I think they were Timberlands, weren't they? I have no Something idea. Like that. Does she not like those because those are also old guy shoes too? They're not well, old guy dads. shoes. They're, 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 they, were, they were outdoor boots. Her father is much younger than Tom. <laughs>
<laughs> like 10 years, I think. We are in some I, rough territory. I love it when the jokes are the truth. Man. Oh, man, I, 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 I love saying to him, you know, this is probably before your time. <laughs> oh, that's, I, that is so funny. Oh. I'm so sorry. So my point here, Christy, is yeah. Valentine's Day. Yes. Do you have something for your sweetie? I'm working on something. Okay. Yeah, just hand her cash. Go get whatever you want, baby. <laughs> you got something, I'll, I'll, I'll come up with I something. can't imagine trying to buy for you for Christmas. That has to be difficult. What does she get for you for Christmas? What did you get from your girl for Christmas? Uh, um, jewelry. You got jewelry? Mm-hmm. You got her jewelry or she got you jewelry? I don't wear jewelry. I got well, her jewelry. Well, then what did she get you? She got him a big chain. Says Tommy money on it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. long pockets. Uh, Hello. <laughs> no, I, I, this all started with a discussion about you. And see, like, one, of the things, one of the things you're the, you're whenever, the king of doing. Christy, that. Christy, he doesn't remember. He doesn't remember. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't remember. You he sure doesn't. <laughs> Sorry. You always. No matter what the holiday, you are always months ahead. I love buying gifts. It's like. I love it. So I'll ask you in October, and you'll say, well, I've almost got my Christmas shopping done. Yeah, I had almost all of it done in November. It feels Easy. good when you're done. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And I like to, you know, look for things. <laughs> it takes a while to find that right Now, thing. let me ask you this. Um, this thing that you bought your boyfriend. <laughs> yes. It's, it's He can only use it once? Is that correct? I'm hmm. not... I'm not going to talk about this because then you're going to. Is it a rocket? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm or sending him to outer space. <laughs> what did you say? We said condoms. Don't be silly, Pat. You can reuse condoms. <laughs> More is on the way. This is the best of the Bob and Tom show. Hey, good morning. It's Tom from the Bob and Tom Show. Happy Thanksgiving, and thanks for spending some time with us this morning. Hang on. There's more coming up. This is the best of the Bob and Tom Show. It's time once again for people who suck at small talk. Hey, uh, catch the big game last night? <laughs> uh, uh, well, what truly is a game when you really think about it? I mean, it's merely a struggle for conquest between competing rivals in a match to attain victory so they can feel superior about a relatively inconsequential endeavor. <laughs> Jeez, sorry I asked. <laughs> Join us again next time for People Who Suck at Small Talk. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Jimmy Pardo That's, is here. Hello. We're getting fan mail. Why wouldn't we? For uh, Jimmy? All right. Okay. Jason says Jimmy Pardo is my favorite comedian ever. Thank you, Jason. I saw him a decade ago and got him to sign a copy of his Pompous Clown album. <laughs> I've listened to his podcast. Every episode since episode 10. Thank you. Uh, uh, Everywhere uh, he shows up he have more, is always a lovely time. Aww. Thank you. What a nice letter. I was expecting the turn to come at some point during that letter, but uh, nothing but positive. I could make up some stuff. This is I, young Jason? Yes, this, is, uh, this is from uh, Jason. Thank this, you, Jason. Uh, Jason gets it. Yeah, he, <laughs> he does. He, he, gets it, he gets it in a way that others just haven't. He yes, uh, uh, Mr. Pardo is back on the road doing a handful of shows. Handful. And... and um, uh, he's uh, spent much of the last uh, week, I imagine, uh, listening to old tapes. Remember what the hell you used to Oh, do? i got to remember the old act, right? To brush it off. This uh, Boy, this Bush is doing some stuff in the office, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i got to brush it off. Uh, this go de- floor <laughs> is getting tough. Yeah. <laughs> that Dean Rusk. Oh, oh, boy. Oh, yeah, you hear about what? the Cheney shot a guy in the face. Come on, folks. <laughs> Wait, this Open German, a newspaper. German kid Kissinger somebody? What the hell? <laughs> yeah. We thought, uh, again, a little bit of uh, comedy schooling would be in order. Okay. 
we recognize the fact that uh, not every effort we make at a joke works on this show. Sure. Few do. We got a lot of time to it's, fill. Yeah. Yeah. Sure, yeah. So, uh, yeah. Uh, therefore, we, uh, we sometimes uh, ask a staff member, Jeff Oske, to uh, help us by doing news that we fail to mention. And there he is right there, Mr. Jeff Oske in the big screen. Hey, Jeff. Hi, everybody. Hello, Hi, Hi, Mr. Pardo. Hello, Jeff. Now, nice I'm, to see you again, young man. I yes, believe Jeff Oske is responsible for one of my favorite Jimmy Pardo recorded moments, which oh. is one where you're... Yeah, you're making fun of Jeff Hoske for like the first five minutes. Is Sparaza? What do you call? How do you call? Uh, Sprezzatura. Yeah, yeah. And he's uh, he was emceeing, and you referred to him as you're uh, doing your comedy act there about how his beard grows. Yes, I believe yes. I did uh, insult him for uh, for laughs and and hurtfulness. Yes, <laughs> um, Jeff, I apologize to you publicly for. Oh, that. I enjoyed that meal. It was so worth it. Saying I looked like the Gordon's fisherman and that I had a piece of cod hanging out of my yes. beard the entire time. <laughs> Well, then you would have thought maybe you trim that thing. Maybe, that, maybe, maybe you take the, uh, the hints. No. No, but all you guys, you like these weird beards now. This is the thing, right? Uh, I'm beard, just lazy, yeah. man. Yeah, you look good in this suit and tie, though. Well, thank you, sir. Uh, hey, I know you don't know what I do here, but uh, I, we give you a lot of the news each week, Jimmy, but we don't give our listeners all the news, so I come on every Friday. I give our listeners the news that we failed to mention. Now, here's Jeff Oske with what you failed to mention news. Pew, 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 pew. I'm sure you saw in the news this week, Aaron Rodgers is going on a darkness retreat this week. Aaron will be in total darkness for four days and nights without any electronics or even his cell phone. Hmm. What you failed to mention, that's not a darkness retreat, Aaron. It's called being broke. (laughs) I was on a darkness retreat for most of my 20s, if that's the case. India has trained drug-sniffing squirrels to assist them in customs. What you failed to mention, so far they haven't found any drugs, but they have located 970 bags of airline peanuts. <laughs> <laughs> this nice is going well. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> A 1908 Harley-Davidson sold at auction for $935,000 last week. What you failed to mention, the owner's, if you can read this, the chick fell off t-shirt went for just over 35 bucks. (laughs) (laughs) We're cutting that joke up. A bird pooped on a bride while she was reciting her wedding vows. What you failed to mention, it was an indoor wedding. Oh, Oh, boy. Oh, boy. A new study says that people can tell if they'll like a song within the first few seconds of hearing it. What you failed to mention, that's nothing. I can tell if I'll like a person the second I lay eyes on them, and I don't have to even hear one peep that's came out of their stupid faces. (laughs) (laughs) Men's members are 25% larger than 30 years ago, according to a new study. Uh, What you failed to mention, what's your sample size? I... uh, like, uh, we surveyed 500 men. Uh, what if the lady doing the measuring was a real Ugamug? Maybe that's the problem. <laughs> Back in the day. See, they're not erect. You see. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They, they shrinkage the, the ugly face. Oh, a new study using mice says that ac- exercising in the morning actually helps burn more calories. What you failed to mention, yes, but only if your morning workout consists of running on a wheel. <laughs> Oh, oh the, yeah, they're uh, testing the mice. Uh, right, right. Hamster. This is going well in front of my comedy hero. <laughs> <laughs> going well. Uh, 
a new survey says that spontaneous sex among couples is just as fun and satisfying as pre-scheduled sexual activity. What you failed to mention, I don't know about spontaneous sex, but I do know afterwards I enjoy a spontaneous sandwich, especially if she jumps up and makes it for me. <laughs> Fellas, if your lady gets up afterwards and makes you a sandwich, you know you did a good job. If she jumps up and collapses to the floor because her legs gave out, you know you did an amazing job. <laughs> and finally, actors at one of those medieval act-out restaurants in Los Angeles have gone on strike demanding higher wages what you failed to mention the actors uh, are asking uh, if you ask me the actors are being quite greedy I oh. hear they're they're not asking but demanding that their pay go up to three whole chickens and two bag of flour a month Jeff and this has been the news that we to mention news Jeff all right you know, can I just say this about Jeff? Jeff was uh, my opening act for a little while. And then, like uh, other comedians, uh, they get so strong, it's time for them to move on and headline. Sure. And Jeff made that uh, that transition. And very I very good. much enjoyed my time when he was my opening act. So Thank that you very is- much. Very Mr. Nice. Jimmy Pardo yeah. is here in the studio with us. Positive energy. You could have put that in a nice card. <laughs> and... Uh- <laughs> Don't you think over the air is nicer so everybody gets to hear it? A nice card. He reads it and goes, oh, that's great. Just how, how long have you been hosting Never Not Funny now? Never Not Funny is uh, starting at, uh, since 2006. So what are we at? 17 years? Wow. Yeah. Wow. I am forever grateful that my co-host, Matt Belknap, came to me and said, do you want to start a podcast? And I was like, well, I know Ricky Gervais has one. What else does that mean? And then here we are, 17 years later. Okay. And, and I am, uh, as I say, every day I'm grateful for it. And uh, you do a charity event. We do podcast a thon every now and then, yes. Uh, when, and when you do it, it's a terrific charity. Do you mind giving me the real quick? Uh, sure. We uh, raise money for Smile Train, which is a great organization that goes to third world countries and uh, uh, performs uh, uh, surgery, surgery repairing for, for cleft palates. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's boy, a great it's been a long time since we've done this, so I forgot the. Uh, it's a great organization, but you've, you've you've stepped up many times and done that. I'm sure you'll be doing one in the future. So. I, we're hoping to do one. You know, the pandemic got in the way of, of sure. doing that. We did one online, which was fine, but uh, uh, hopefully we'll get to another live one this year. And we've raised uh, over a million and a half dollars for them. Oh, that's uh, great. And, and, that is so great. I'm very, I, I, very grateful that I, I, friends like Conan O'Brien and John Hamm and Sarah Silverman and uh, John Cryer, people like that will stop by. No uh, reason to humble brag, but it's still. Uh, <laughs> I, I, it's funny. I was just going to ask for, for you. charity. I was going to ask you about uh, uh, John Hamm, who's a terrific actor. Yes. Uh, and and have you seen the um, the Oscar uh, uh Sort it's not a commercial, but it's like a promotional announcement Promo. for the Oscars. I've not. Um, it's got it's with Jimmy Kimmel. Yeah, Jimmy Kimmel, and it's what they 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 they're sort of doing a knockoff scene from the huge. John Hamm was uh, one of the uh, from Maverick featured af- mm-hmm. a- actors in the in the Top Gun Maverick show. Sure, and he's back in that role. It's a if you go- Google it, it's a really cool promotional announcement for the Oscars mm-hmm. with Kimmel. And John Hamm is so funny. So good in that. He's wonderful. And you know what I? Uh, and, and you knew I was the re- I brought it up. You knew him from playing poker way before I knew he was him, famous. Yeah, he was pre Mad Men. He was. Hand- we had two Johns. We had Tall John and Handsome John uh, that played poker. And then uh, Tall John now writes for uh, producer on Bob's Burger. Oh yeah. And uh, and then John Hamm. Of course, we all know John Hamm. So. Uh, yeah, and I've got a podcast. So it's all going great. <laughs> That's another way to look at it? Yeah. It's all going great. <laughs> you know who's great? Jimmy, Jimmy Kimmel is. I, I never thought I'd say this at a time where you know, he used to bounce on a trampoline with girls in bikinis. Yeah, I think he's the best host on television. Oh, and really? Good, I, good. I think he's great. I think he's great when he hosts the Oscars, and uh, I hope he's listening to this. And hears <laughs> now, he used to open for me. We don't get to watch good. a lot of late-night TV. No, yeah. no. Well, you can record it and then watch it at your leisure. No, thanks. Take your VCR. <laughs> no, thanks. <laughs> 
hard pass on that, my man. Yeah, Not for yeah, me. The, uh, the Oscar promo, and there's a special guest appearance in it. It's it's really funny. All right. Very well done. Um, no, well, for the record, I wanted to play this, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, here we go. That's Jimmy Durante, and it's kind of, is he doing a check? What? 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 I know, what? Was None of that was recognized. No. I don't think he pressed the right button. <laughs> Oh, I hear it. Is he doing hot cha cha cha? Oh my god! It sounds like he's scratching his ass. Yeah, okay, sorry. We're playing with a wrench. It sounds like somebody rubbing Velcro <laughs> a together. Wrench. Is this your way of proving you were right? Is that, <laughs> that what's happening? No, I was wrong. I, I was. You're admitting. Uh, yeah, I. I uh, Christy's the one that thinks it's hot cha cha cha. Yeah, that's it's how I always hear it. Hot cha cha cha. That's four. Okay, okay. Is four? Sorry, We can talk this to death. I'm sorry. And then I've got this up here. I'm not sure what this is for, but let's give this a listen. I hate Jimmy Pardo. Uh, F you, yeah. Jimmy Pardo. You're behind Carrot Top. <laughs> That's Kevin Cronin from Kevin REO. Cronin, yeah. We oh. asked him to do that. Uh, yeah, it's fun. Uh, I'm not upset. No, great. He's, I, I become a friend. Really and, grateful. And he is from the same town you're from, right? We are both from hometown Illinois, which is a, a, a little suburb south of Chicago. It is one mile by one mile, completely surrounded by a guardrail. It's basically a trailer park, but with houses. Oh, mm. and you were, I remember what uh, Kevin said. Kevin said this to me. Yes. Thank you, Chickers. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I finally had the chance to meet Kevin many, many years later at the Thousand Oaks uh, Civic uh, Center. And uh, no, but hometown's only like 3,000 people. It's really small. And I grew up, he grew up in Costner. I grew up on Corcoran. And I finally had the chance to say uh, hello to him. I said, Kevin, this is, you're never going to believe this, uh, but we both grew up in hometown. He went, is that right? And walked away. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> That's a common touch. Yeah. Kevin Cronin has it. Okay. <laughs> Kevin Cronin from Ario, very nice guy. He is yes. he maybe the nicest guy in, in rock and roll. He really is a good person. And uh, uh, I was able to share that story with him. And luckily, he laughed at it and made fun of himself. And <laughs> I didn't just go, no, I was right. To scram. So, uh, last, right. He has the greatest uh, on uh, 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 live is what you play for. What the hell's the name of that live album, Ace? Uh, you get, get what, what you play for. Get what you play for. Uh, where they do Golden Country. And then he ends it by going, uh, thank you, good night. Y'all have a happy Halloween now, here. <laughs> part, part of that was recorded in this city. And Chick does a very good Kevin Cronin. Oh, let me hear it. I do not. What do I do? Kevin plays with his guitar. There you go. Myself, yeah. I sang. I love that. I just love it. What, what rock and roller tells you to enjoy your Halloween? <laughs> That's great. Like, like a kindergarten teacher going, have a great Halloween. See you Monday. <laughs> rock and roll. Y'all have a happy Halloween. Now be safe out there, right? Check the candy for raises. <laughs> if you're walking in the dark, wear white. Here we go. Here, this is a little bit of a... Oh, no. You see, Gary, he plays the guitar, myself, I sing, you see. So sometimes there's a little gap in between there. Uh-huh. Let me God, give you an great. example. Let me give you an example. Just that just bass. The other day, when was it? Remember it well. It was when? just the other day. Thank you. Just the other day, I swear to God, people, just the other day. I called Gary up on the telephone, you see, and he picked up the phone, he said... There you go. A little oh, bit of talking guitar. Yes, that's great. Gary Richrath. 70. That's, that would have been 76. I, yes. I have not heard that album. That's, gonna... that's before they had their monster hit album, the multi-platinum. I heard it from a friend. Yeah. Iron Fidelity. Iron Fidelity. Yeah. Yeah. I'll have to listen to that live one. Oh, it's great. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It is great. 
Gary Urtreth is, uh, to me, one of the most underrated guitarists of all time. And uh, um, they're still out. out. Gary, sadly, is gone. But uh, the band is still out there. And they're great. Dave Amato on guitar now. Mm -hmm. Terrific. Uh, Now, we have uh, Jimmy Pardo in the studio with us. Back on stage, Cincinnati. uh, Go bananas tonight. Does Dave Amato have any uh, words to live by? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he goes... Because he has a motto. I see. I went the other way. Something in something in Latin. I chose the unhelpful direction to go. You know, like E pluribus unum. Yeah, I failed. I failed. Okay, I don't know Latin. They're not all home runs. We get it. I learned earlier. Sometimes some hit, some don't. Where's Oscar to save me? We teased this story a few days ago, but never did finish it. This is kind of cool. There's an owl on the loose in Central Park. An owl. Uh, We've had had probably five or six stories uh, about zoos losing critters in the last two weeks. Okay. Um, there was a, a you think m- that would monkeys be were stolen in the uh, mission statement for the zoo uh, number one lock them down lock them down <laughs> I don't think it's always the we zoo's gotta, problem uh, what do you think you think it's the owl's problem <laughs> no I think there are people that go in and they wander in and let them out vandals Vandals. Can we steal rare animals and resell them and make money? Oh, sure. Yeah, there's quite a bit. I think it's usually some someone who's mentally deranged that thinks. Okay, you got me. What else do you need? Animals (laughs) need to be free and not realizing. Well, if you let the lion out, it's not going to fare well. Yeah. Uh, But uh, New York Central Park Zoo says an escaped owl has been spotted hunting for his own food. The zoo said the owl named Flacco went missing after his exhibit was vandalized. I call him Joe. February 2nd. Joe Flacco. Flacco, Flacco. He's a great PI. Since then, staff have been monitoring the owl closely and have recently observed him, quote, successfully hunting, catching, and consuming prey. Flacco's flight skills have also improved as he gains the ability to confidently maneuver around the park. The zoo had been trying to lure Flacco back with food, but now that he has... Learn to hunt for himself. The zoo said they will need to devise new strategies to get him back. Why wouldn't they just leave him? Yeah, in, can't, isn't this, in the park? You know, it's proving they, that he's okay. Yeah, I, uh, I used to be real hesitant about flying, but now I'm more c- comfortable. <laughs> I hit my head a lot when I crash. So what's probably going to happen? Owl. Is, <laughs> pretty soon he's going to be diving down to those gelato and sausage carts and getting into someone's hand. Oh, I love going to the zoo and getting a nice gelato, <laughs> gelato and sausage. And sausage. <laughs> Boy, if there's anybody who can relate to people, it's Tom Griswold. Oh, oh, boy, you know, you know, really, you know, when you were a kid, you put on your tux and go to the zoo and get your gelato and your sausage. No, I mean in the streets of New York. You know, the driver would let you out there. Willie said that age-old yeah. combo. Yeah. Yeah. Happy Thanksgiving. More of the Best of the Bob and Tom Show coming up. Hey, good morning. It's Tom from the Bob and Tom Show. Happy Thanksgiving, and thanks for spending some time with us this morning. Oh, there's more. This is the best of the Bob and Tom Show. Sounding very, very good. We're going to get a full song out of these guys in just a couple of minutes. Thank you very much, Duke. Always you want to see the band live and in person. The sound of real music. I love it. Thank you very much. And, I mean, today's world, my little girls walk up to Alexa and just shout out a song, and there it is. But uh, remember, it comes from musicians, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. That's why we have the band in here live. Do you have the band show up at your house and play for the girls? <laughs> That'd be pretty funny. It would be. They walk up to day. Alexa. Can you physically bring Duke to make the band in here? 
<laughs> He's doing <laughs> the intros at home. Walk in. Finley, this is Joe. Joe and on bass, yes. we have Bill Ritter on the keyboards, of course. No, don't be scared. <laughs> he would take right. To, he would take right <laughs> to the. Don't oh, be scared. Be... Don't be scared. Oh, no. They're just musicians. Wow. Santa's not sick. <laughs> Why are they tying people up? Good save. <laughs> I don't know what to do anymore. I really don't. Gosh, can you imagine? Now, girls, are you ready for this first song? Duke, how about a little Don't Have It In Me? <laughs> now, yeah. when Duke says, I wouldn't have did what I did, he's really not abusing the language. We're just having some poetic <laughs> license and fun. <laughs> Using language is what you're worried about. Okay, we'll uh, do a couple quick stories with Christy Lee. We were talking about license plates? (laughs) Yes, we were talking about the state of Michigan, and we were talking about um, 650 pages worth of vanity license plates that are not allowed in Michigan. Oh, if that's one a page, that's 650 licenses. But you got to assume there's more than one a page. Yeah, Yeah, there's probably more than that. Well, although it's government, so maybe there is one. It could be. (laughs) Whose job is it to sit around? around and go okay what could this mean <laughs> yeah, I mean, man. someone has to be some of them are very weak beer me mm-hmm. what's the problem yeah that one's bad because it's uh, again I, drinking and driving alcohol. they're missing a great opportunity to make a lot of money i agree with you. they should charge a huge amount of money for these and then you can have whatever you want right money goes right to schools or something sure yeah and i've also i've also said they should have a system in which you could uh, have a professional photographer take your license picture for an additional three hundred dollars three hundred dollars <laughs> sure you want to raise money you're trying to raise money or not oh, what's wrong with 50 bucks no three hundred three hundred dollars well then no one will do it oh yes oh oh <laughs> i don't want to name any name well i've been i can't tell this name a name name it. nope 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 uh Christy, do you have any friends that might be vain enough to hate their driver's license so much they tell them it's lost so they can get another picture Well, she taken? might have answered had you not uh, added vain enough. <laughs> boy, yeah. oh boy. It's the loss of it. Here's someone. This guy goes, hi, there's a vanity plate in my neighborhood on a Tesla. S-M-L-P-N-S. Yeah. Oh, wow. Oh. That that made it through, huh? Yeah, well, I think it, see, that's at least funny. Yeah. That is funny. Um, uh, then they probably wouldn't let you put on a Porsche. HG. Yeah, never mind. Um, <laughs> Speaking of names, the American Kennel Club has released the most popular doggy names for 2022. Steve. Where's Steve? Steve, not on the top 10. Uh, are they related to things that happened in the last year? Are they pop culture related? Not really. No. Mm. Top 10 male dog names for 2022. Number 10. Leo. I have a Leo. Mm. Number nine, Rocky. Number eight, Bear. Eh. Number seven, Buddy. Yeah, these are all... Six, Tucker. Pedestrian. Tucker's a great... It's my favorite dog name is Tucker. If I see a dog, I assume it's Tucker. I like the name Tucker, too. I usually think it's a fox. What? (laughs) What? What? It's the highest rated show on Fox television. Oh! Oh. (laughs) I got it. Man, I... Yeah, sorry. Well, I didn't get that either. Number five, Teddy. Number four, Charlie. Number three, Cooper. Two is Milo. Sure, Milo Notice. Oh, yeah. Number one name oh. for a dog, for a male dog in 2022, Max. Maxie boy. You ever seen the regional versions of these lists? Mm-mm. Oh. You, you get up near Chicago, and there's a lot of dogs named <laughs> Capone, Wrigley, Scarface. Sure. Oh, okay. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Wrigley or Jordan. Yeah. yeah. I'd imagine in Cincinnati, there's a few Joe do- Burrow. Hey there, Burrow. Yeah. Oh, puppy. Number 10 name for female dogs last year. Number 10, Ruby. Number 9, Rosie. Millicent. 
Eight, Maggie, Millicent, not on the list. Number seven, Sadie. Six, Penny. Five, Willow. Four, Lucy. Three, Daisy. Two, Bella. And number one, Luna. Luna. I don't know anybody that has a dog named Luna. Is that from a TV show? I have no idea. Is that from Game of Thrones or something? I don't know. I didn't, I watch, so. I didn't watch that show. So There's a porn star named Luna Star who's hot. <laughs> I doubt that that's what... Oh, you don't think it's no. named after her? Apparently, at the bottom <laughs> of the list for girls, the name Zola. I like that. Oh, Zola Bud. Remember her? Oh, yeah. sure. She marathon, was a runner, wasn't yeah, she? Yeah, marathon runner. Nobody remembers her. And the, the, the <laughs> bottom of the list for boy dog names, Willie. What the bottom of the bottom of the list? People don't want to name Willie's a great name for a dog. Sure it is. Willie's fun. Willie's running around. He's got something in his mouth. He doesn't. Nothing wrong with Willie. Willie's your best buddy. He's never gonna let you down. Willie's eating his own poop. You know, (laughs) for an adult man, it's a stupid name. For a dog, it's real nice. Do you see how much the man who named me is laughing? (laughs) Well, he thought you were gonna go with William. No, yeah, William or Billy or Liam. No, the other Willie from college. He's now just Will. And if you call him Willie, he has dropped the Y, is what he says, apparently. He's going, drop the Y, drop the Y. It's just Will now. I don't like this guy. Are not you going to go by Will? You're not going <laughs> to be a Will, are you? I'm not serious enough to be a Will. I uh, definitely can't be a Bill. Willie uh, is perfect for you. It's great. I'll Thank go a step farther. That Willie guy, I hate him. Yeah. <laughs> right? You know what? <laughs> drop the Y. Are you a Y or I'm I-E? Drop I'm an, him like I'm an I-E man. Yes. 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 That's the Christian way, the American way to spell it, I-E. That's the way they did it in Skinnerd. Is it? What? Huh? Sure. What Willie <laughs> Skinner. <laughs> Is there a guy in Skinner named Willie? Donnie. <laughs> what? I.E. Okay. All right. Oh, be. my God. That's how Donnie Baker spells his name, I.E. I.E. That's yeah. why. It's a tribute to Skinner. <laughs> you know, I know uh, God. I know everybody knows Jesus. Yes. But as less talked about, son, Willie. <laughs> Willie Christ? Willie Christ. Willie Christ. Boy. Willie. Oh, my. Oh, that Willie. We have lightning rods in this building, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Willie Rice. <laughs> I think there's a lot to be said about a name. And Willie is a nice, friendly name. It is. Years ago, I mentioned that if Hitler's first name had been Skip, I don't think they would have invaded Poland. No? That's too friendly. Hey, you hear what Skip Hitler wanted to do? Yeah, we talked about him. Got him a pizza and a beer. I'd like to hear more of this four-minute chunk you have on <laughs> yeah, if Hitler had silly names. <laughs> you know, uh, they, uh, Willie Goebbels? Guy's what? a party manable. One of my uh, Instagram follows is called History Photographed, and yesterday they had pictures of uh, Hitler and Stalin when they were like, 11, 12 years old. It was it was creepy, but together? it was interesting. No, they weren't together. They were, together. They were at the most hateful summer camp. But ever. Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> Stop with the canoes upside down. No. Um, <laughs> Instagram made them take it down. It really? was not up to. Uh, it's history for standard. Pete's yeah. sake. I, I thought that would upset okay. Josh. Well, you know, Josh was singled out for a naughty. Uh, yeah. Yeah, a picture of me holding my junk when I was, what, two years old? Yeah. But then it was just it was cute. Yeah, you can show it. boobs all over Instagram. What the hell? Yeah, Miley about? Cyrus can do whatever she wants. Yeah. Josh Arnold can't show his D. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the thing. One of them's art, and the other's just sick. <laughs> <laughs> 
I think the picture was fine. It was just the remake of the picture that you took a few weeks ago right next to it. I think that was... Oh, it was that? That was the problem? <laughs> yes. Was that a now? Yeah. Same post. <laughs> Why isn't that a thing? Because I've got a picture of me in the tub. I should do that with the hair all messed up. <laughs> oh, yes. Like now, the way it started... They were doing that for a while. The way mm-hmm. it started and where it is now or something. Yes. Yeah. The way it started me you in the got tub. A, you have a picture of a little mini chick in the tub? I, I think so, yeah. Everything in sight? Uh, no. Okay. No. You know what I should well, do? Yeah, you had to have some bubbles in there. <laughs> what should you do? We have that uh, painting that my parents had done on me when yes, I was a kid. Yes, I know. Yeah. You reached a certain point. You had to have an oil painting done. Yes, we all know. <laughs> should we have re- recreate that? <laughs> but yes. me today. Yes. yes, of course. <laughs> and you wouldn't have to do anything. You just have PJ do it. <laughs> Put a yeah. wig on with a, with a cowlick. <laughs> I love that the artist painted the cowlick. Oh, yeah. Well, I told you my mom had him come back and lessen it <laughs> because it was too big. If you look at the painting carefully, you can see where he came back and fixed it. She thought the cowlick was too much alfalfa. I, I, bet that call. Mom, I bet your mom, Willie, your grandmother, filled out all the comment cards, didn't she? <laughs> yes or no? Hi, hello. This is Mr. Obvious, and welcome to the Mr. Obvious Show. Let's take a call. Mr. Obvious Show. Um, hello, is this Mr. Obvious? Speaking. Hi, Mr. Obvious. Uh, long-time listener, first-time caller. Well, thanks very much, caller. How can I help? Uh, well, Mr. Obvious, I, I need some advice on cooking a turkey. I tried cooking one the last five years, and uh, I, I just haven't had any success. Well, now, let's start at the beginning. Do you have a big roasting pan? Well, I sure do, Mr. Obvious. Good. Now, do you have an oven? Well, of course I do, Mr. Obvious. I'm no idiot, Mr. Obvious. I'm not like a lot of those people that call your show. Well, now, please don't take offense at this question. Do you actually have a turkey? Sure, Mr. Obvious. I got a nice big uh, 25-pound turkey. Great. Have you stuffed your turkey collar? Oh, yeah. That's all done. Preheated the oven? Yep. Well, caller, I I don't mind telling you that Mr. Obvious is a little bit puzzled at this point as to why you haven't been able to successfully cook your turkey in the past. Well, I I am too, Mr. Obvious. All right. Well, the the problem is the turkey's just just too tough. Hmm, too tough, you say? Oh, yeah, real, real tough. Now, do you baste the turkey? Uh, Yep, I I tried that, and uh, uh, it, it didn't seem to help. Have you thought about putting the turkey in a bag? In... In a bag, Mr. Obvious? Yes, sir. Recaller, many people swear by this method of cooking a turkey. That, that sounds kind of hard, Mr. Obvious. Hard? <laughs> why, Why no, caller? It's not hard at all. <laughs> well, if you say so, uh, can you hang on a second? I, I can give it a try while I got you on the phone here. Well, uh, normally Mr. Obvious is pressed for time, but for a caller like you, I'll spare a few seconds. Go ahead, put your turkey in the bag. I'll hold on. Great. Thanks, Mr. Obvious. Uh, I'll be right back. All right, come here, boys. Get in this bag. What? What's, here going, now. what's going on there? Oh, no. What the heck? Come on, get in the bag, little feller. What, what's going on there? Oh, call, don't call her. Don't fight me. Call her. Oh, Hello? Oh, Dad, scum it. <laughs> Why do I even try? Oh, boy. Uh, Mr. Obvious? Yeah, yes, call her. Yeah. It's not going to work. I'm telling you, he's just too tough. I, I can't get him in there. I figure even if I did get him in there, if he can get out of a roasting pan like he has in the last five years, I don't see how paper bag is going to hold him very long. Uh-huh. Your turkey's alive, isn't he? <laughs> oh, yeah, he's, he's alive. There's no doubt about that. He's, he's a tough old bird. Uh-huh. You've been trying to cook the same live turkey for five years, Kyle? 
sure have, and uh, haven't had a bit of success, Mr. Obvious. Well, I can't help but saying Mr. Obvious is saddened by this turn of events. <laughs> I know what you mean, Mr. Obvious. Uh, my little girl, she gets sad every year. Try to pop this dog on turkey in the oven. Hey, hey, here's an idea. Have you ever thought about killing the turkey? <laughs> Tell you what, Mr. Obvious, I've sure thought about it a couple times. Man, when that sucker bites me, I just want to wring his neck. I've never been so mad that I actually seriously thought about killing him. Uh-huh. Caller, you you can't cook the turkey until he's dead. R really? Yes, really. You cook dead turkeys, not live ones. Huh. I never made the connection. Yeah. Hey, that's all the time we have for today. Hey, Mr. Obvious? Yes, Caller. Thanks, Mr. Obvious. You're a lifesaver. I appreciate it. Join us next week for another. Hey, Mr. Obvious? Yeah. Uh, one more thing. Uh, uh -huh. How long do turkeys typically live? Join us next week. <laughs> 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 John brings his skewed sense of humor. Jeff brings tips to cut strokes off your next round. Together, it's those weekend golf guys. They'll pay a lot of money to PXG and Titleist and Callaway and on and on and on, right? How many yards do you think you're going to pick up with that extra driver? I think I can get an extra 5 to 10. What if I give you 15 to 20? <laughs> you pay me more. Jeff Smith right? teaches on the sliding scale. <laughs> those weekend golf guys, the podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen.